Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's the Wrestling Classic. Justin here, back live from the Vibe for episode 18 of the TWC show with Devin Law. We're back in here. We're doing the thing. Survivor Series week, NXT War Games week. It's a big week for the WWE. I'm looking forward to it all. It's going to be a long weekend. I really wish I was going to be in Chicago for it. Chicago is a fun wrestling town, but we'll be watching it here live from Surrey, Surrey. You know, doing the thing, man. How do you remember the episode numbers? That's impressive. I was wrong last week, I think. Or the Were week you? Before, yeah. Because you said 18, and I was just like, I have no way of fact-checking that. I, I Honestly, the reason I remember it is really dumb. I was planning my chalk line jackets. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was, I was really debating. Because I'm like, I'm going to throw on one of the wrestling. Wow, really pulling the curtain yeah, back Yeah, I was like, you know, I'm going to wear a wrestling classic one again. Just to, you know, every once in a while, throw in that chalk line's dope. And they have wrestling classic jackets that they made for me, which is super cool. They got dope jackets, but yeah. that's the nicest one. Yeah. Thank you. You know what it is? You can't go wrong with black. Yeah, and it's simple because I have the so that's so that's where the issue came because I have the other wrestling classic jacket that's a lot more in your face, which is I really like that one too. It says Prince of Madness on the back. It's more of the gimmicky jacket, and I'm like I actually haven't worn that one since episode one. I've worn this one like this is the third time I've worn this one on the that's show. That's so adorable. I've probably worn the same sweater and so I've had it about seven times. Yeah. Well, the pants are this different story, but my jacket's I'm wearing a rip truck line, and uh, I'm like, well, maybe I'll rock the actual OG wrestling classic jacket on episode 20 it looks like it's a different material is it, it the is same? a little bit different yeah? it's satin nice. sometimes they're not satin so i was like this ryan, request ryan or the material the material satin. Oh, okay um shout out to ryan satin though that was watching a video on his page that he put when he like first started at tmz yeah and who's the guy that levin the guy that hosts it the the, the really fun lawyer yeah, yeah and he kept calling him ryan satan yeah you know, he's like, <laughs> so funny like ryan satan but um, only guy that gets a haircut and you can't even tell he got one. No, he looks the same every single time. Yeah, uh, Ryan Sadden. But congratulations to him. He's on WWE backstage, yeah. which we're going to talk a little bit about more because we're going to follow up and see how CM Punk did on the first week of WWE backstage. He does. He he does do news very well. He does, and you know, he, he doesn't post. And he, and I got to work with him for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I got to write for the pro wrestling sheet for like a week or two. I'm not. You have to. You have to write in his style, though. Yeah, <laughs> not write in his style, and I'm not a great writer, or not at least in his style. No, nah, he's he's out. he's definitely good at not uh, like I don't think he's ever really had to do a retraction no no and, and and that's the thing working with him like for those couple of weeks and i met him for the first time in chicago at all in and we talked and he's he an me, actual journalist he gave me that opportunity he's 100 percent like we can't put any up there yeah. unless it's fact checked he's like even if it's just i've noticed stuff, that too because like, i've sort of followed it since the page started and like you think never gets anything wrong and yeah. i respect that because and you then, were the first because then i don't actually, feel like an idiot for like saying something yeah. i saw that he posted and you were the first person that told me about pro wrestling share i remember you're like oh yeah. this is the dirt sheet or like the website that gives like the yeah. legit information yeah compared to the other ones like there's none of the fluff it's just straight like news and it's like exactly what's actually happening and stuff and then that's how i discovered it was because of you and then i got to meet ryan i got to work with him and, and i can tell you from firsthand working with him that everything is like he's very specific that it's uh it's real news. Nobody puts anything up until he reads and edits it. Like well, he definitely puts in the legwork before he posts something, oh, 100%. right? Oh, 100%. And, you know, got to uh, gotta give him kudos to that. And he's on WWE Backstage. It's super cool. Mm -hmm. um, well, your hair and beard look good today. So I think we know you. where that came from. Shout out to Maestro Classic. Shout out to Maestro Classic, guys. Been using their beard oil and everything. And let me tell you everything you need to know about Maestro Classic. Maestro Classic is the best in beard care and undeniably good at keeping your beard clean and conditioned. It's sulfate-free beard washing. To clean the beard without drying your skin and beard butter to condition it and beard oil to help it shine. I've been using it for the last year and a half. Um, 
and it's made my beard smoother. It's uh, it's just more clean. It never gets itchy when it gets big, and it was big for the last couple of weeks until I got a haircut a couple of days ago. Oh, I need to get my beard trimmed bad. Um, so I finally got my beard trimmed. But like you know, back in the day, if I didn't get my beard trimmed, boy, like it'd be itchy. You'd think someone something was living in there. But um, sorry for all the white boys yeah. out there that don't know the struggle. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Maestro Classic. Other people that just can't grow beards. Yeah. Shout out to Maestro Classic though. Um, honestly, they they they're killing it. Um, they got merchandise stuff on their website too. They're the licensed barbers for the WWE the 76ers uh, they do stuff with NASCAR they do stuff with uh, charitable non-profit organizations and stuff as well and if you are looking to get Maestro Classic products you can buy them at Target all around America in the stores but if you want to buy them online use my promo code TWC Maestro save yourself 25% on their merchandise on the beard product products the oil the shampoo the conditioner um, the wash all of it it's it's solid stuff it's, it really is undeniably good I've, I, I can't say anything more about it without you know Sounding like uh, I'm going, you know, a little overboard with it, but I, I, that's how much I believe in it. Devin uses it as well. He's a he's a ma- he's a maestro now. He's a maestro in in the making. So check out Maestro Classic. Um, other than that, uh, Chalkline. I was talking about them earlier about picking the jackets. You can definitely check out Chalkline uh, and check out all their new jackets. They just dropped a badass Gargano Champa jacket. They dropped a qu- really cool artsy. Uh, um, Bray Wyatt slash Fiend jacket that has his face kind of like two face split in the middle. Uh, that was designed by Migs Media. Shout out to him. But uh, check out Chalkland and Fisherman. They're always dropping heat. They're always dropping sick jackets, shorts, shoes, uh, track suits, sweatpants. Um, all, all like you know, paying homage to former wrestlers, current wrestlers, hip hop. Uh, um, a lot of Nickelodeon. They got licensed Nickelodeon stuff too. So you see a lot of Hey Arnold, the Rugrats stuff. And if you want Chalkline official stuff, and I'm wearing their gear each and every week, um, use my promo code TWC15 and you'll save yourself 15%. And with Christmas coming around the corner, man, I'm telling you, if you got friends or families, members that really loved uh, love wrestling and they want like cool retro wrestling gear because made of might have used to be fans of wrestling, or if they're current fans, they love the stuff going on today. Um, uh, even if they love Nickelodeon, like we, Disney Plus came out, and I think that's further proof that how nostalgic humans are because everybody I've been seeing has been watching old Disney movies. They grew up watching old cartoons, watching Lizzie McGuire, watching Even Stevens, watching Boy Meets World, watching all that stuff. Like, So we're, we're clearly nostalgic people. Um, so, you know, if you have friends and stuff or family members, you know, grew up watching Hey Arnold and Rugrats and Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. Check out Chalkline Official. They put that stuff out there. Of course, they put out wrestling stuff as well. Use promo code TWC15 and get them some cool Christmas gifts from Chalkline Official, man. Shout out to those guys. Those are the two promo codes. And once again, last but not least, uh, if you guys need glasses, sunglasses, prescription, non-prescribed, check out uh, visionpros.com if you're in America and visionpros.ca if you're in Canada. Use the promo code VP Classic. Save yourself 25% on your purchases on glasses and sunglasses. Um, all the top name brands are on the website. Um, I, I always recommend going into into a store, like going into your, the nearest uh, optometrist or sunglass or glasses store, trying stuff on, seeing what suits you, um, going home, jumping on visionpros.ca or visionpros.com uh, and finding those pair of glasses and buying them online after you've already checked them out and use the promo code v, uh, VP Classic and save yourself 25%. Now that all of that is out of the way, it is Survivor Series weekend. <coughs> yep. It is one of my favorite weekends of the year i I just it's one of the big four pay-per-views now throw nxt takeover the night before it it's gonna be a it's gonna be a a hell of a weekend um nxt is involved in survivor series this year so it's gonna be super fun before we get to that though i don't know if you've been like checking out my page i know you're more of a twitter guy but i just kind of been dabbling and throwing up some like 
old like Survivor Series matches that I've really enjoyed. Uh, a couple of days ago, I threw up that 2001 mm-hmm. winner takes all. Mm-hmm. The Alliance versus Team WWF Survivor Series match, probably one of my favorites. I had that on VHS. watched it a ton. Um, really good match. I even t- tossed up a uh, couple of matches from my favorite, one of my favorite Survivor Series of all time, uh, Survivor Series 2003. Do you remember that show? Yeah. How stacked was that show? Is that the uh, first elimination chamber? No, no. Let me, okay. Oh, Kane okay. versus Shane McMahon, ambulance right, man. Taker right, versus right. Vince McMahon, buried alive. Team Austin versus Team Bischoff. Yeah. Team Angle versus Team Lesnar. Um, Goldberg versus Triple H. I don't know about you, like even on paper the card looks stacked, and then watching it, it was fun to watch again. I posted the buried alive match. They had a lot of good pay per views that year. They did, and it was such an interesting year too because they had all those WCW guys coming in and out. The reign of Triple H just running through everybody until Goldberg came. Um, it, it was good stuff, man. It turned and a lot of people off that Triple H ring. It, it did. Because, yeah, you had, he, who, the thing about the WCW guys he went through, Booker T, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, and it was finally Goldberg was the one that defeated him, and then he won it back in December anyways. It was kind of like he had all those opportunities to take these established WCW Clean guys. shaven with his girly-ass hair. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trying to have a Ric Flair match every But Sunday. that Survivor Series was good because the yeah. game lost to Goldberg. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, 2003 Survivor Series is probably one of my favorite. I remember that Buried Alive match. It was the last time we saw the American Badass Undertaker before he came back to the dark yeah, side. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I know. I thought we'd see him again, but I knew it was happening then. And at that time, I was excited. I remember. That's definitely my favorite taker. And, and then Big Evil? Big Evil, yeah. Because he was more humanized and realistic. Humanized. But that finish, <laughs> that finish, though, right? like, I didn't expect Kane to come out of that, that yeah. dump truck thing and uh, help Vince McMahon. Um, obviously, that storyline with Shane and Kane went all through the summer, and that an ambulance match was just solid. The team angle, team, uh, team Lesnar match, features so many guys that had potential that didn't go that far. Like Matt Morgan was, I mean, in the WWE, like Matt Morgan was in there, Nathan Jones. Um, I think Hardcore Holly was involved in the match. Like, it was just a Cena, a young Cena was involved in the match. Benoit, like, it was a fun match. And obviously, Team Bischoff versus uh, Team Austin was the whole story about, you know, if Austin loses. Yeah. Um, his career is over. He's no longer the GM. But if he wins, he's allowed to beat up people again if he wants to. Yeah. And then that was the whole passion of Shawn Michaels bleeding profusely and, and trying to help Austin keep his job against Randy Orton, Chris Jericho, and Christian. He almost did it until Batista came. And, like, it was just a great story. Um, one of my favorite Survivor Series, man. And finally, we saw Triple H lose mm-hmm. to Goldberg. And the one last thing I want to say about Survivor Series 2003, if you guys haven't watched it, definitely go watch it. But the video packages for all these matches, tremendous. If but you're going to watch anything this week, go yeah. ahead and watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're going to watch any one thing from this specific show. Just go back and watch that. Watch Ray Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero Halloween Havoc. Real tired. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Survivor Series 2003, like, what, what are some of your favorite Survivor Series matches and moments other than mm-hmm. that one show, I guess, now that I... First of all, you're going to tell the people that was my idea, right? Oh, yeah. D- Devin hit me <laughs> up and was like, hey, we should talk about our favorite Survivor Series moments <laughs> on this Let's episode. Talk about, let's talk about some shit we actually like for once. Yeah, I got a list of notes <laughs> here. This is just Even though reference. it's actually been decent and I actually I cannot tell you the last time I was actually this pumped for a wrestling weekend like I, I, I actually like told like when that NXT um, invasion started going on I told my girlfriend I'm like yo just google whatever weekend Survivor Series is I'm, I'm gonna be busy those evenings cause like I'm actually excited to watch otherwise I'd just be like whatever you know not so 
super interested in watching they it did live, a good job and we're going to talk more about this year but they did a really good job of making it exciting because stories the, and matches the inclusion of nxt though yeah because if it was just raw versus smackdown i don't know if it'd I'd be another be shitty survivor series which is what we've gotten probably since 2003 yeah. <laughs> so other than sting appearing people act like that one was good but it was just sting appearing that match was good too yeah those ones ziggler went over well, right? that, let's talk about more moments because that was a huge survivor series moment sting making his wwe debut yeah. i remember and that match was really good that mm-hmm. authority versus team cena Really good match, and I think everyone expected to go one way, but Ziggler being the last guy surviving. I mean, we got like, we got you know Austin Brett '96. Hell of a match, and yeah. that same show Undertaker coming down like a bat. Coming yeah, out really stupid, but yeah. '90, '97, '97. Everybody remembers. I can tell you exactly where it was. Yeah, when the screw drop happened. Screw drop. I remember my dad and my uncle were just like, basically, what the hell just happened? They're like, that was real. Yeah. That was real. And I remember like, even my dad and my uncle are just like, yo, what the hell just happened right here? Was this the Vibes 2000 where Austin dropped Triple H off a forklift in a car? Yeah, because 99 is where you got hit by the car. I remember that so clearly, too. Because, wait, No Survivor Mercy. Series, no Survivor Mercy. Series 99 is when Austin got hit by the car. And yeah. I was just like, yo, what the hell? Yeah, I was on the show. I took that so seriously. He got hit by the car in the show. I took that so seriously. What a long... He was supposed to ref the main event, I think, No, he was, it was, I think it was a triple threat. It was him, Rock, and... and oh, uh, that was in Big Show on the belt. Yeah, Big Show got put in the match. It was Paul Hot. It's supposed to be him, Rock, and Triple H. Yeah. But then he was going to leave for next surgery, so they had him get run over by a car, and then it ended up being Big Show, Rock, and Triple H. Mm-hmm. And then Big Show won the belt. But yeah, and then it was a year later he dropped. That was the funniest thing, too, because like, he dropped Triple H off the forklift in the car, and then like, Triple H showed up on Raw. Uh, it was just good stuff, man. Good old attitude era booking. But uh, other good stuff, like obviously The Rock winning his first WWF championship and debuting in 96, winning his first WWE championship in 99 in the Deadly Games tournament. Yeah, when uh, Mankind got screwed over by Vince. Yeah, yeah. And that was fair enough to they do did, did they, You know, it's funny because you don't really put the – because 98 was such a different era than 97, yeah. but like – they literally mimicked the screw job a year later. Yeah. You'd think it was like, looking back, it's like, oh, the rock and mankind. Like, the whole Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and even the rest of the card where it was just like gang rules or whatever, right? It seems like such a different era. Even look at the roster. Like, they didn't have like Shamrock or whoever else, right? Yeah. I think Shamrock was there in 97. But, um, yeah, it just seems like a totally different era. But they were literally mocking it the next year. It was right next to each other. And it's like, and they've mocked it a million times since then. But that was fresh then. and. Mm-hmm. And anyway, anyways, I want to point out, like, I was thinking about Survivor Series moments, So right? And I was like, okay, Undertaker returning in 05. What's your, what's your first one you can remember? Like, actually remember watching? Watching, enjoying a moment, like... I think for me, because I was a huge Taker fan, like, 96, like, that was the first time I remember watching wrestling, like, Taker and the Mankind thing, Brad and Austin, like, that's... The, so Sid, the, thing, the thing I remember... Sid and Shawn Michaels and the Sid thing hitting I remember, Jose Lothario. The thing I remember <laughs> most from 96 would be the, the, the Boiler Room. And SummerSlam, I yeah, think. Yeah, but, like, uh, 96 is like, the first year I remember. But, like, my my first Survivor Series memories of, like, watching it. Like, like, I remember I had VHS tapes. And, obviously, like, being there with my brothers from the 80s yeah. and stuff. And, like, I was going to post it tonight. Um, the Mega Powers running through the whole team and stuff. Right. Like, that that always stood out to me. See, um, I had... Uh, getting handcuffed and Savage trying to get through everybody. I had 92 on VHS. And yeah. I used to watch it a lot. I had the 92 Rumble and the 92 uh, Survivor Series. So, I watched yeah. those a lot. What so, I remember... It was uh, Shawn Michaels Intercontinental Champion versus Brett. Brett like started partying with Santa Savage after the match. And P- perfect. Yeah, and we had um, Savage and Perfect versus Flair and uh, uh, well, big one. I was super into when I was a kid was Na- Nails and Bossman. I oh, was wow. super into that feud. Yeah. Hated Nails. Loved Bossman. Loved his theme song. Loved the Nightstick. Like I was. I think that was the Nightstick on a pole match. To be was honest it? with you, I think it might have been. But yeah, I remember watching that one really, really closely. Um, <laughs> So what was it, Taker and Kamala Taker came or back something in, like that? Taker made his debut in 90. Yeah. 
I'm just because this is my thing. Though, I was trying to point out a couple minutes ago. I was like, I was thinking about favorite survivors. These moments, I kept thinking of things like. 80s and I started thinking about like the 90s I used to love those like I used to love renting those VHS's Survivor Series had always the best covers for their yeah, VHS's yeah cause they showed all the teams and I was like a huge Warrior guy so every yeah. time I saw Warrior on the cover with his team I'm like yeah Warrior with LOD and, and you, Texas I just Tornado. remember like the uh, like you know renting those VHS's and seeing like those big tag matches where like you just love so many of those guys and like you and know, it would be like 18 guys cause they'd have every tag team like, oh I love yeah yeah it'd, it'd be, be like the Heart Foundation the British Bulldogs the Rujo five teams like what the hell is going on 16 guys standing on the apron you're like this is like chaos but when one of those little Mattel action figure commercials yeah. during the show but my point is this my point was this I was trying to get to is that I can remember all that stuff I can remember the 80s I can even remember like the Doinks versus Jerry the King Lawler and his you don't remember anything in the 2000s I can't remember so many things and not all of them like recent years like 2013, 14, 15, 16 I remember that I like, oh like 5 on roads is pretty like rotten. 06, 07 oh, I'm like what happened I remember, like, there was triple threat matches between the ECW champion, like, Booker T, Big Show. But I'm like, I don't remember the Survivor Series matches and stuff. No, I, think they, got, I think they got away from them for a while, though. Oh, seven. And they would just have, like, your one, like, let's, obligatory one. Let, let's run through it like this. Oh, six. What, what, what happened on the 06 Survivor Series? Like, I'll stop your head. I couldn't tell you. It was probably DX. I think it was that the one was DX versus John Cena and Triple Threat. Feels like something that would happen because they had, and then it was like I Taker. know 06 was like all DX, wasn't it? Or was that like 08 or something? Like that's what I mean. Like those years are such a blur to me. And then let's go 07. 07. The only thing I remember from 07, I think it was 07. I might be wrong. Was Taker and Batista Hell in the Cell Edge returns. That's all I remember. Okay. Like I don't know anything else that happened on that card. No, that's because like Survivor Series because it was so bad for so long. It's one that like. I don't really go back and watch anything Survivor Series pre, like, 03 on the network. Yeah. Because I just don't, like... I mean, that's probably why I should go back and watch them, but... 06. Just pull D- the cards up. DX had a team, and Punk was on it, and Punk got a huge that ovation. That was one where he got a huge ovation. And Triple and H was confused. And they were probably like, why is this indie asshole getting that's, cheered? But when I was trying to think of my favorite moments, like, I was once again, thinking of Undertaker's debut. I was thinking about Undertaker's 25 years. I was thinking about uh, Austin, and, uh, Austin and the forklift. I was thinking about... Austin Bret Hart, but I could not for the how like I couldn't think of those middle years. Um, let's do two thousand. Let's go from two thousand six. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, yeah, that was kind. Of, so I was kind of right with the two thousand six one. It was the three champions because ECW was around then. Like, do you remember Dusty? Who's Ro- champ? Kristen. How about this four and four Survivor Series limited match two thousand six? Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, Ron Simmons, and Sergeant Slaughter beat the Spirit Squad. What? I don't remember that I've, at I, all. I, I only vaguely remember watching the Spirit Squad and knowing that I didn't really want to watch wrestling anymore. Um, Chris Benoit defeated Trevor Guerrero. Mickey James. Okay, Team DX. CM Punk, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Defeated Raider RKO, Johnny Nitro, Gregory Helms. Like, I remember that match. I just didn't realize it was a show, but I just put together. Undertaker and Kane had a match. I forgot about that. Uh, that Undertaker was Undertaker's return. Undertaker was Kennedy, my bad. No, it wasn't his return. His return was Mania. Yeah, in 04. 04. We're in 06. Holy shit. Here's another 5 on 5 elimination from 06. Bobby Lashley, Kane, John Cena, Raw Van Dam, and Sabu versus the Big Show, Finley. MVP. MVP. Like, I don't remember any of this. And then Batista. That sounds like it'd be a good match, though. And then Batista and King Booker. Like, this might be a good show, but like, like when I was thinking of Survivor Series memories, none of this came to my head. <laughs> no, but now that you mention it, the Team DX thing, uh, that, that sounds familiar in Team No, I remember that. I remember Shawn Michaels signing the ring, put his arm around Molina. I remember the CM Punk pop. But, like, when I was thinking about more, like, it didn't, like, it wasn't memorable enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, like, remember this? Oh, seven. I don't want to go through every match, but, like, like I said, the Hell in the Cell, I remember. CM Punk and John Morrison, I remember that feud. Yeah, I do remember I remember that. Cody Rhodes and Hardcore Holly as tight champs. 
I remember the backstage promo when it was Jeff Hardy, Kane, Rey Mysterio, and Triple H because Kane brought up Katie Vick. He's like, didn't you like... Didn't you used to date a girl or something like that? Yeah, or didn't you like do something to my dad, a girlfriend or something? And yeah. <laughs> everyone was bringing up things that Triple H did to them. Oh I remember God. the backstage promo that I actually remember the match. Um, Great Khali defeated Hornswoggle. Like that was the illeg- illegitimate oh child era. God. Randy, whatever, Shawn Michaels. I actually do remember that match, but I didn't remember it this year. You see what I mean? Like this is all such a blur to me these years. Up until like 2000, like I think 11, I still started like post pipe bomb. Then I was focused again. Well, there was no PVR then either. So, like, I mean, this was when we were, like, 17, 18. Like, we weren't sitting around on a Friday night watching Yeah, I was in high school. Like, I graduated in 09, right? So, then, and that, I always say those are my darkest, 2007 and, like, 2011. Like, I watched, but I wasn't watching all the pay-per-views. Oh, completely. Didn't watch anything. Yeah. But, like. Like, I watched Raw and stuff. But I, I would watch, watch I would watch, like, Mania. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'd kind of hear what's going on through people. My brother watched. Uh, he always bought the video game. So, like, I would see who people are. But, yeah. like, never really knew what was going on. Because I'm reading the stuff. I'm like, I remember these feuds. It I remember wasn't really until I started using the internet more that I followed. Because yeah. then I would follow through sites that posted about wrestling. Because then I'd see, oh, this was the event. Or, you know, this is what's happening. Do you remember Edge and Edge beating Triple H and Vladimir Kozlov? Like, yes, I do remember that. I don't. I remember it's Team Warden versus Team Batista because I liked both those guys and I was like, oh. And that was when like, they were both on Raw together for a bit when Orton started looking cool again with the balder head and like all like viperish. <laughs> like if I was going to say viperish? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, then I think this was the triple threat one was 2008, and that's, yeah, it just, everything was a blur. But most of my memories come pre-2007 and uh, pre-2006 and most of my later pay-per-views come after 11, like, Seeing Punk and Brian team up against the Wyatt family, Taker and Kane facing the Wyatt family, uh, the the Sting debut. Um, Yo, why? Like Roman Reigns I winning the WWE Championship and then Sheamus cashing in. I wish the red and the blue shirts would go away. Yeah, let's talk about all that. But That's anyways, so corny. are we done with our Survivor Series moments? We just went in deep for a little bit there. We're, we're still going. Let's talk about Survivor Series, man. That's one thing that just pisses me off. Yeah. The red yeah. and the blue shirts. That's so corny. Yeah, honestly, it's like if they show my you NXT. Can, can you imagine Piper or Austin or The Rock wearing a freaking red or blue shirt? That no. is so, like, that. Is, I, I've never even been a fan of wrestlers wearing their own shirts. I think that's tacky. Yeah. But, like, man, the red and the blue shirts, they're, they're just, like, outwardly trying to make everybody seem on the same. Like, nobody's nobody's a star. Or, like, we're, like we don't know what show people are on. Oh, like, my God. we're so dumb. Like, hey, hey, you know, Shinsuke had to show up to NXT in his blue shirt, and we wouldn't know where he came from. Yeah, like, we're sitting here reciting years. You don't think we can remember who's on what show from this yeah, week? Yeah, it's just, it's really, it's silly. It's a little Mind you, right now, with the draft and everybody, everything blended and, and nothing really good happening since the draft, I, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if people are kind of confused with which show, who's on what show. Even so, though, it doesn't matter. Like, does it really matter? That's a question I can't answer. Like, uh, I, there, there, you know, there is separation. There was a main roster as NXT. You know, if someone came from the main roster and attacked NXT, you know, it you was, know who it was nice when they did that first draft again, yeah. and then like I mean the recent one, yeah, and they had the SmackDown solo shows yeah. and the Raw solo shows. That makes it a little bit better because you're getting full stories. We're gonna get water. back to that after Survivor. They're not gonna series. do solo shows though, like that. Oh, the like, oh, oh that's mixed. what you're talking about. Like, like Backlash is a SmackDown exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I always felt like they should. This is this is my theory, man. I'm like they should always keep those separate pay per views, 
then, they shouldn't have two pay-per-views a month. Like, Raw shouldn't have a pay-per-view every month. No, I like that. I like that. I got so used to that. Because you know the thing is, I like, like to, like, we don't pay that much for yeah. it. And you know what? You're going to get at least a couple good matches on it. And at least they're trying to build storylines yeah. for the things. I, w- I was down with it. I liked it how it was back in like 02, 03 when it was like back and forth. Yeah, because every like two months you'd have a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Also, they shared the big ones like they should. But they like it would be raw pay per view then then because then you gave time for storylines to build. Yeah, it's to cool that too. Like you remember like the WrestleMania where you get that one moment because they never ever cross paths or yeah. shows. You'd see like Triple H and JBL. You know they both end up losing both the championships and the talking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's like a cool moment that yeah. like now it's just like, eh. you know what I mean? You don't get like that, NXT and you would raw, get hyped. Like, NXT uh, coming on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. That's cool because we've never seen it, and the fact that like we didn't have these type of Survivor Series or like before bragging but yo, rights. With all stuff, this beef that's been going down, how can they go back to not having NXT on these two shows now? They're almost ingrained in it. They won't. They they can. It's easy. They they can, but it's not going to be as good. And now it's just like the this is like this is why the old schoolers say like okay, hot shotting is going to kill your territory, because like. Now it's just like now we're waiting for these surprises. We want to see all these different matchups, and then they're just gonna take it away from us after Survivor. We're gonna see a lot of cool matchups during this period of time. Adam Cole versus Seth Rollins. Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. A lot of cool matches. No finishes. Becky, <laughs> Becky Lynch versus. Uh, no one match can be revival finished. Revival in the UE finished. Oh my god! You um, know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah, I do. But that's the thing because you want to protect everybody at this point. They don't want anything that's to be stupid. solid. People need to be protective. It's wrestling. People are gonna lose. Speaking about this whole weekend, this might as well jump right into our predictions. Um, for those two shows, let's just get them out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's so fun. we can talk about our highlights and everything after that. Um, I, what I was gonna say though about uh, another thing about the separate pay per views I did like though is, are you just being super disrespectful and texting right now? Yeah, that's super disrespectful. Sorry guys, super I don't disrespectful. Give a shit, man. Here, what's he to? Texting in the middle of our show. What's going on? What do you mean? There? Did I stop talking? Did I stop paying attention? I, I, I don't know. Maybe you were. Right. Maybe you're tuned to your texting. I don't know. You want me to start calling you for your I think bullshit? I, need to, I think I need to leave that at my desk and you have it back after class. I need to start calling you for your bullshit. Anyways, anyways. Um, Wait till you start mispronouncing every other When word. I get to our predictions, I was going to say the one thing I did like about the separate reviews for the brands is because the, before there was bragging rights and Survivor Series pay per views, it actually was like cool when it came around WrestleMania season or Rumble and you'd see the two brands interact because you'd be like oh wrestlemania is the one time of the year you might get raw versus smackdown matches you know what i mean like you'd get like the rare Shawn michaels versus kurt angle and they're on two separate shows the entire time then you finally got at wrestlemania and you never thought you'd get that because they actually made the brand extension seem so important during that period of time i don't know but it's sad because now you get survivor series we know every year around survivor series is going to happen and it's like you know yeah, and they, the other thing I don't like about the brand extension. Do you know anybody in your little Instagram comments there of your followers and your peoples? Yeah. Does anyone actually give a shit about brand supremacy? No. Or brand loyalty? No, and, and the reason and why... the I thing is, do you even think the rest, like the wrestlers don't even act like they give a shit? Well, how can you? They're just like, it's like, it's like, it's just like the same issue I have with Hell in a Cell. There's yeah. nothing really worth putting in Hell in a Cell, but it's Hell in a Cell season, gotta have a Hell in a Cell. That's what it feels so like. So it's kind of like, oh, Survivor Series season, we gotta pretend like... Like we no, care you're, about feud- what you're feuding with these people eleven months of the year, and all of a sudden you're like, "Come on, guys, we're a team." Yeah, and this is my thing. My thing is this: like, if they didn't do a draft once a year and people were on the same brand for a longer period of time, maybe it'd matter. It just, it just just doesn't matter, man. If it's every year that we're doing this, and if they did this, the Survivor like the NXT one, you believe that they're like they think NXT is better than yeah. everyone, and they have this chip on their shoulder. But I don't believe that half these Raw guys were just on SmackDown, half these SmackDowns yeah. were just on Raw. Why do they care? You know, <laughs> that's the problem because there's always drafts, they're always flip-flopping. Why does Randy only care wherever he is? He's Randy F. Orton. He doesn't care about Raw or SmackDown. No. He's been on every damn show. Yeah. That's where it gets confusing. 
it's just that's where the problem is with these NXT guys they've just been on NXT most of the time so you're like yeah and even Triple H when he's doing these really good promos with guys like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens you know they have this sort of love for NXT they came from there so there's something there but the rest of these guys that have been on the main roster most of the time like why do they care about brand supremacy Miz has been on Raw and Smackdown flip flop so many times since 2016 like why does he care where he is I mean, Alexa Blether is going to go have a beer. They're going to be like, ah, oh, we've been on both shows a yeah, hundred times. Yeah, I, I thought I was a SmackDown person. Like, you know, there's only a few people like Carmella can say she bleeds blue. She's been on there since 2016 fully. Like, I don't know. I don't know other people. No, on? she was on Raw and SmackDown. No, like, with the 24-7 thing down the wall. Everybody was on every show at one point. No, but I mean, Alexa Bliss, first one. No, I'm talking about Carmella. Oh, Carmella? She's been on SmackDown the whole time. Nobody cares, well, about, like Carm- someone like Nobody cares about Carmella. Nobody cares about Carmella. Someone like, <laughs> someone like Seth Rollins. She's like the new Alicia Fox. She shows up sometimes. Hey, and you're like, oh, yeah, she's still she's around. She's dope, dude. <laughs> yeah, because she wore your shirt. She's I mean, dope. No, do you really care she, about her wrestling? Yeah. No. She's gotten a lot better. Yeah, I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler. I'm saying, do you care? I, yeah, if she depends who no. she's facing. No, you don't. She's a great character. She's entertaining as hell. Yeah, with our truth Just generally. She's and when she was managing Enzo and Cass. And when she was a heel and she was a champion, she was funny as hell. Yeah, that was decent. You know what I mean? I'll give she that. She played a good heel. That was also, champion. what, almost three years ago? Yeah, it was. That's crazy. Yeah. 2017, mm-hmm. 18, 19, yeah. 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 She needs a strap again. I guess she's taking it off Bailey. Which we'll get to that in a second. Let's just go through our predictions. We'll start with War Games. Then we'll go to Survivor Series. I'm going to shoot the uh, the match, and you tell me who you think is going to take it. First things first, D- uh, Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane versus Damian Priest. Winner faces Adam Cole the next night at Survivor Series. Who do you got? I mean, if it wasn't that stipulation, I'd say priest. But I mean, I can think I can see them going with Dunn just to get that sort of get that on the Survivor Series. Match. That's what I was gonna because they're gonna want to sell. And I know, like you know, let's say two sides storyline wise, Dunn's the bruiser weight. He's you know a more established character. Yeah, he he's probably gonna you know he's the stronger guy. Former UK champion. Yeah, and yeah. then you know from behind the scenes wise, you know Triple H is a huge supporter of Pete Dunn, and you know they're just him and Adam Cole are gonna have the probably the best match on the and show. That's the thing. If you want to showcase NXT and showcase NXT UK, and time NXT, after time, at, at least this year. Adam Cole is the performer of the company. Oh, 100%. Every month or every pay-per-view, it's just like another match of the year candidate. He's fought Brian. He fought Seth. He's been invading every show. I think about even all he's the NXT shows. He's match on NXT. All the he's NXT gonna pay-per-views. Have, he's going to be in war games. He's going to have a match on Survivor Series. I'm saying all the NXT pay-per-views that have already happened. Yeah. Not just like the past two weeks on Ross Magnet. Every, yeah. Everything's a match of the year candidate. No, no, for sure. All the stuff with Aleister Black, his North American Championship win, his match with Ricochet. He's always killing it. Um... But, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think Dunn because it makes sense. That way you also can showcase NXT UK and NXT because Dunn's former UK Dunn's not really on UK anymore. But he's a former UK champ. They talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a way to show show both brands in a weird way in that way. And, and then, once again, hell of a match. Mm-hmm. That's something you want on Survivor Series. More than I think you want to see Adam Kovas, Killian Day, and more than you want to see Adam Kovas, Damian Priest. I think it could be wild to make it Priest, but I think Dunn's the best choice to go with. Um, then we got Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor, which was supposed to be Gargano, but Gargano's injured, so <laughs> Riddle stepped in, is now not in war games, but facing Balor. I think it only makes sense that Balor wins because he came back. Balor shouldn't be losing for a long time. Yeah, he came back to make a statement. I think he's going to somehow get does to... He, does, he, does he cost Adam Cole the belt? No, not yet. No? Not yet. No. No. Interesting. Not yet. There's some sort of like mutual respect. Does he find there. his way into war games? Oh, maybe. There's an empty spot there. I don't know. But that's with the good guys. I don't know. I think well, he has to beat Riddle, which is like, if Riddle wins, so I don't even. That doesn't do anything to anyone. So, Finn Balor is the yeah, choice. Yeah, he should just quit then. Yeah, you're just not a real fan, eh? Just huh? hasn't clicked for you yet. I don't hate the guy. No, I, he just hasn't clicked for you. Yeah, it's just, I'm not invested in him. Yeah, at no, all. fair enough. 
I can say that about a few people on the second show we're going to talk about. Um, and then um, the first war games, we'll talk about the women's one first, even though I put the men's first. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, and Mia Yim. I'm a fan of three out of the four of those girls, and Mia Yim is growing on me. This is um, going to be really versus good. Versus Shayna Baszler, uh, Io Shirai, Bianca Belli, and Kaylee Ray. Um, first ever women's war games. Give all me brand new girls. Give me Io Shirai all day. Um, I really on, on the on the women's side, obviously on the I mean the like the face side. Rhea's dope, Candice is dope, Tegan's dope, Mia's good. She she kind of sold on me on the ladder match she had last week. Um, Who? The, Mia Yim. Oh man, she that keeps was, getting. I, she, I wasn't sold on her either. Yeah. Like I knew she's good, but like each week she's just getting better no, and better 100%. and better. Like she's 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 the definition of how like people like Jim Ross are always saying. Oh, you know, if, if they give you the ball, you gotta you know get yourself over, prove your worth, blah blah. She's like the epitome of that right no, now. She's definitely been killing it. Uh, she's growing on me on the women's side. Obviously, I, I do dig Shayna. I think she's legit. Um, Io Shirai's dope. She's going to me. I think this whole darker heel Io is cool. It's cool on NXT to have her and Kyrie have the little stare down after they were their team for a bit before Kyrie bounced. Why? Because they're both Japanese? No, they were a team for a bit before Kyrie bounced. And then oh, okay. Remember, they separated the two of them out of nowhere, and then Kyrie was Oscar's tag team partner. But, and then after Kyrie left, you turned heel and stuff. But um, Yeah, great stuff. I love yeah. it. And then uh, Bianca. See, I know what's going on next, even though I wasn't watching fully. <laughs> Bianca Belair, I'm not sold on her yet. I don't get the hype. I know she's super strong. She's got will, attitude. She's uh, got sass. I got all that. I'll never be sold on her. I don't um, think she's a good wrestler. I, I I don't know. I haven't watched enough of her matches to tell you. I've watched her matches. I've, I've seen her from the beginning. Enough. I don't think she's that good a wrestler. I do think she's a character. She has sass. She's got the character. She seems super powerful. Even when she came on SmackDown, she lifted Carmella and just I'm like, yo, this chick's strong as hell. But I don't. I just I don't know how I feel about her. Nah. I'm not invested in her enough. She to, doesn't do nothing for me to care yet. No. And Kaylee Ray, to be honest with you, I haven't watched NXT UK since she became a prominent figure on there. I watched it in the early days and then I kind of stopped. But uh, I would have rather had Tony Storm in here. 100. Yeah. percent There's other even that Jenny's check. There's other girls that are on NXT UK that I know that I'm a fan of. Yeah, like Rhea Ripley when she was there, I was a fan of her. Tegan Hawks when she was there, I was a fan of her. Jenny's that chick, uh, the girl you just said, um, Tony Storm, she's dope. Mm-hmm. Kaylee, Ray, I'm not that aware of. I don't know much no. about her. She's in this. Hopefully, she sh- shows me something here. I'm sure she will. Um, you but know those, those all those Brits know how to wrestle. Man. You wanna, you want like obviously like this is actually a match. Like if NXT did anything good, like I'm actually rooting for the baby faces. Like I want them to win here. This is gonna be good, man. Um, if you listen to Rhea Ripley on uh, Corey Graves after the Bell podcast, she's talking about how she's been waiting to get in a hardcore match. I mean, Rhea's whole team like is there's just like I'm down with all of them. Exactly, that's the thing. And I and I and I and we've seen Candice get hardcore before in the independent scene. We've seen her do wrestle guys and wrestle like in street fights and hardcore matches. And we know Tegan is resilient, uh, you know. And and Mia, we just saw her like have a brutal ladder match. Like, we know these girls can take it. On the other side, I once again don't know much about Kaylee. I don't know how I feel about Bianca in a hardcore match. Shayna to me is more of a shoot wrestler than a hardcore extreme match type of wrestler. And Io Shirai, I don't. Maybe she'll do things. She's had a couple of cage matches and stuff, but uh, she's wild. She'll yeah. She, yeah. She's gonna she's gonna be the breakout one on that team. I think Shayna might be like vicious and aggressive and like you know, but I don't like I I Shayna to me is like a shoot MMA like wrestler like. Like a, like a Dory Funk Jack Yeah, like bending in the, the ring, having bending a, your fingers, yeah. like, you know, like stretching you in weird ways. Like that's how I see Shayna, you know? Yeah. Um. So, and, but which is a good thing for War Games because I don't know if, if it's the OG rules, but the first person to have someone on the team quit wins, right? Like if that's the case. And, and the match beyond. Shayna, Shayna will make you tap. Which uh, Cody Rose just uh, trademarked. Did he? The match beyond, yeah. Do you think that's what they're going to have their War Games like? Because they're going to probably have one eventually, Inner Circle versus the Elite or something. I mean, he's t- they're doing a bash at the beach. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know how they got the name rights to that, but I think he explained it in an interview. Oh, did he? I didn't bother reading. I didn't it I don't, bother I don't, looking into I don't it. I just care. I didn't bother looking into it, but I was like, that's interesting that they got the name for that. So cool. Yeah, uh, he trademarked the name Dusty Rhodes too. Did he? Good for him, man. Cody's a man. Um, War Games. Uh, the man's one. You undisputed era versus Champa, Lee, Dijakovic, and Blank. Yo, so there's two spots there, isn't? Oh, there's four. One. There's one. one. There's who's one it gonna, who's spot. it gonna be? So that's the thing. I have no idea. Velveteen coming back? That would be dope. Yeah. That would be awesome. It makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Who else would there? Who else is out there? That's it. Because be honestly, Dijakovic, he's dope. Don't care from though that much. Kona Reeves. The, the so funny. <laughs> He came out on NXT. <laughs> yeah, he just got his shit pushed in by Ricochet. <laughs> Ricochet just flies out of nowhere. Dude, I was watching. So what I did, I was at work. That and was great. I was and that's work. like the perfect thing to happen to that character. I was at work and I was using half my computer screen to like do work and then I had NXT you on the You don't small do work at work. You do this. I had NXT on you a square. You do this. I had NXT on the square right here. And then I had a. Uh, well, like what notes did you put beside Dynamite and then I, this week? Which ones were meh <laughs> this week? Then I had AEW on my phone. Of course. Brit and Sheeta, meh. <laughs> yeah, give me some women to care about. Like, I don't care about Brit and Sheeta. I love that. I knew there was going to be one man. Like, don't tell me how to think. Great, <laughs> great opener. Frick off. It was. It was high energy. So when you're watching... But you video- don't have any comments tonight between Owens and Drew. Like, shut up. Oh, because the match didn't end. So that can't be good? It was a great match. Half these matches end. didn't have an ending. I just... I. Do you know what stood out to me about Owens and Drew? The fact that Drew just disappeared and Triple H is cutting promo with Owens. Like, Drew was never on NXT. But it was a hell of a promo. Kevin Owens, he's gonna show up in the War Games and be on the babyface side with Champa yeah. guys. Yeah, that would be sweet. And then he wins. That would be sweet. Yeah, that's too good of an idea for that to actually happen. Velvetino Owens, I'm down with either one, but Owens actually looked like Triple H's words affect him, affected him more than Seth did. So if it is Kevin Owens, I'd be fire. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I kind of want to see Chompa guys win here. Remember when Owens is a universal champion? I don't champion? know. Can you have the Good times? Can you have both? You are, can you have both babyface teams win both war games? I don't know. I don't think about it that deeply, man. I do. You can have all good guys win. It doesn't matter. They don't book wrestling cards like that anymore. I do. I mean, I obviously that match, this match, I don't care either way it goes. Whoever the surprise guest. I've seen how you do predictions. You take this yeah. very seriously. The survive. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the surprise, the surprise teammate might make a difference, but obviously, I'm always okay with the undisputed era winning. See, that's a question you should ask the dummies on your Instagram page. Who do you think is going to be a surprise? Because you know what, people come up with real cool ideas that I would have never thought of. Like, I yeah, like Kevin Owens. Cool. I like the uh, and then, but the one thing about that fantasy booking is it's never as good as the ideas you come up with, and then you're just like, Meh. yeah. I like Velveteen that's Dream. That's why it's oh, that's why like random thought I'm having now. What's better is announce the whole team, do an injury angle that night, and have a surprise that night. You don't so you don't give people that much time to get too hyped about someone, and then they're not disappointed. And that's cool. It really could be anyone on the main roster because they're doing this whole jumping back and forth thing. It's an NXT show though. It could be anyone. Maybe that's why they make it a main roster person. Who knows? Imagine that be Seth Rollins or Daniel Bryan or like just someone. Cool. Yeah, if they want the match to get booed out of the building, sure, put Seth Rollins in there. <laughs> Imagine being Daniel Bryan because he's the most consistent guy in the regard. Yeah, the guy, roster. the guy fighting for the fighting the fiends, really gonna show yeah. up at war games. And the fiend shows up and they continue their storyline there, and it's like, what's going on here? You hope it's Big Show. If it was, oh my god! Goodbye, undisputed era. Rest in peace. Yo, when the, the hell's Edge coming back? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> getting sick of waiting. Where the hell's Edge? He's not coming back. But, Maybe he's um, gonna be NXT. Edge is gonna be NXT, baby. Mystery guy. Who the hell else can it be other than Velveteen? NXT guys? Yeah. Could it be a UK. Who's an NXT UK champion right now? Walter? No. I mean, it would have been better if it was just Gargano and Balor and Riddle and more games. I like Keith Lee. I like Champa. I don't really care for uh, Dijakovic. Oh, then you haven't been watching. No, he's dope wrestler. He's a dope wrestler. 
I just he's like a good Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah, and no, 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 <laughs> he'll kill it in this match. I just, I don't know. His match with Keith Lee was sick. The trip with that with Roderick was sick. Like he's sick. That's he's fair. Just, I saw him live. He was sick. I just, I used to watch him when he was on. He's sick. I just, character wise, just is he a character? I don't know. Who else is on NXT though? I don't know. I'm. I can't think of. It could be a two hundred five live guy. I don't think. I can't think of anyone that would be like. It could be a Leo Rush. It could be a one of those two hundred five guys. I don't know. Jack Gallagher. (laughs) I mean, can't really think of anything other than Velveteen. Velveteen's solid. Does he have a beef with anyone else? Bringing someone back down like Aleister Black to have a fight? (laughs) I don't know. Oh my god! (laughs) One of the hardest guys to ruin. They're managing to do it. Just. Brutal, man. Brutal. Buddy Murphy had to find him backstage. I like that, though. Buddy Murphy is Alistair, but... Where are you? At this point, though, it's like... I Now I like both guys. Obviously, I want Alistair to beat Buddy Murphy, but, like, I don't want Buddy Murphy just to lose to Alistair. Like, where are we going with this one? Um, but that's a that's a raw highlight. Uh, that's a fan XT, though. I, I'm going to go... We didn't pick who's going to win. I'm going to go with the... the I, I, I think the baby faces. Trump, I guess. Trump, no. just came back. Big return. The titles aren't on the line, so it doesn't matter if Undisputed Era loses. Has Undisputed Era ever won at War Games? They've been on the first three, I'm pretty sure. They won the first one. Okay, there you go. But yeah, I, I think Champa momentum. Didn't they win the first one? Yeah, they did. Yeah, the other yeah, because then Ricochet done and the Viking Raiders won the second one. Where the hell's AOP been? Uh, they attacked Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins and Raw. Oh, nice. And I thought they were going to get the tag title match, but then somehow Randy Orton and Ricochet did. It was really I was confused. I was so mad the New Days in that match. I yeah, but they gave us the revival versus. Uh, O'Reilly and Fish on yeah, NXT, the consolation prize. Which I ho- I, I wrote the SmackDown review for last week. Which less than a million Mike people bailed, bailed on the SmackDown review, so I wrote it. I wrote in my predictions. I my review that I really what's hope. that guy's deal? Why does he keep bailing? I don't know, but I was like, I was like, I really hope they at least give us revival versus the Undisputed on NXT, and then they announced it like the day after. I'm like, oh, this is you great. hoped that you don't give a shit about matches. I do mostly want to matches like that. Yeah, we'll see when you come over on Saturday or Sunday how many matches you actually watch. Which oh. Uh, Sonu's going to be gone. I'm like, we should just watch it here and Sonu can record us watching it and see how Justin actually watches wrestling. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, dude, have you ever actually watched a full show? I have. I'm no, you haven't. thousand times. You have not. I'm hundred million. The only time you actually times. watch stuff is so you can post it. Well, I have to post. This yeah. wrestling classic. Yeah. But anyways, that's uh, NXT War Games. Let's get into Survivor Series. Um, the first match on the show was NXT Championship. Adam Cole versus Question Mark. Depends who wins at War Games. Either way, I think Adam Cole retains. The title's not changing hands at Survivor Series. It'll be a really oh, good will match. Will they save Cole and Dunn for a takeover and throw Priest in there? I don't know. I think you could throw Priest in there. It could still be a good, good match. Good push, right? But I just think Dunn and Adam Cole, just as a fan, it's perspective, too way good. more appealing. Too good. And if they don't do that, I'm like, oh, you guys dropped the ball. They shouldn't open the show with those that. Two wrestling I know you're just putting in your order, but I hope they don't open the show with that. Yeah, yeah. I just put that first because I'm like, we don't know who he's facing. So let's just say. This first like, probably be Bailey, Becky, and Shayna opening. Yeah, maybe. Or they might open with Styles, Nakamura, and Strong. Yeah, I could live with that. Just to have a hot opener, you know? I um, I can only imagine the show starts. I could see any of these sh- opening because like, they like to open hot. Yeah, so imagine that, though. The show starts and AJ's music hits. I feel like this something just happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Or we get the New Day and we get the triple the tag match. Because there's going to be a lot of tag matches Universal title match is going to be a piss break if they have that red light. I'm not watching it. Yeah, they just don't drop the red light. Not watching it. We're watching it together and we're going to watch it if it's there. No, we will not. I will knock on your washroom. Well, I'm not going to move it, but I'll start doing other shit or something. <sighs> I'll go walk enough. the dog or something. Yeah, your dog's probably going to want to go outside and then that will probably be the best piss break for the dog. The dog won't be downstairs. I know how scared over you are. Oh, yeah. No, I'm actually not going to put her downstairs. Uh, I appreciate that. It's not yeah. that I'm scared. It just jumps everywhere. You are scared. You're the, you're a squeamish little brother. Yeah, because I don't like getting licked on the face and stuff. You should see this guy around my cat. 
Why do you have a like a? He jumps like he's getting attacked by a bear. My cat's like the this cat's big. the beast incarnate, dude. Okay. I like dogs. I'm just not a cat person. I do like dogs. I just don't like dog. Like your, it's your dog. Obviously, it's fine and stuff. But I don't like dogs on couches and like on me and stuff. Like you know. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it depends, man. It actually, really does depend. Because some people have little dogs. And I don't mind. Just say you're scared. I'm not. I've had so many dogs in my life. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why you're scared. I've had like 20 dogs in my life. We've had puppies. We've had Rottweilers. A few of Yeah, I've seen your vicious ass dogs. Bulls. I don't understand. That's why I don't understand we've why you're scared. We've had German Shepherds. Like so many German Shepherds. I've had so many dogs in my life. And oh, you're scared shout of out my to Caroline's Fed, by the and way. you're scared this is of my dog friendly my ass shirt. border collie. Yeah. <laughs> you have all these killers for dogs. <laughs> and you're scared of this little loving girl. <laughs> my dogs are like monsters. And yeah. Because your dog's too friendly. That like wants to cuddle and stuff. I'm like, I'm not cuddling with you, man. That's why you're single. Because <laughs> I don't want to cuddle with a dog. Because you don't want to cuddle with a dog. Girls love dogs, bro. I know they do, yeah. and I will love a dog if the girl loves a dog. But I don't need to love your dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so you're a faker. He's a phony. Oh, you like I, dogs? I love dogs. I, <laughs> I mean, like I'm. Oh, you're a vegan. I'm a vegan <laughs> too. I just, never even looked at meat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, a girl, I liked had a dog. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll love this dog, too. Hey, hey I'm Kathy. Oh, hey, Kathy. I'm Justin. Hey, I like smoking meth. Oh, I love, I love smoking meth, too, Kathy. <laughs> Not like that. I just mean, like, mm. like, I'll, like, I don't hate dogs. I, DM on pretty girls. He's single. I'm very picky on, like, you know. If I have what, to, Matthew smoke? No, just like, <laughs> I have to get to know the dog. We have to build a relationship, okay, you know? yeah. You know? DM him. He's single. You see how good his hair looks. Thanks, thanks. Shout out to Eden Hair Salon. Um, next match. Oh, so in my order, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke versus Roderick Strong. Shinsuke. Uh, he, he really could use the win. That'd be yeah. killer. Yeah. Um, NXT's got to get one win on this card, though. I eh? think this might be it. No. No. It, no. You know what? Because you know what? Roddy is so... Roddy's not only part of Undisputed Era, but he lays such a beating on everyone in all of his matches that you never even notice when he loses. You know what I was going to say, though? I just actually... It just, it's been a while since he's had like a I think it has to be Styles man and I think Roderick takes the pin I don't think Shinsuke takes the pin yeah Shinsuke's been dope I don't want to see him go down like that I would if Shinsuke wins that would be super cool with him and Sammy out there that'd be hilarious but I just uh, but I also think that AJ Styles should never ever lose a match I just think AJ somehow if, if this was like AJ Styles is going to win this he needs that one big win and uh, and he pins Roddy he needs to move up the card farther AJ Styles he needs to drop his US title sooner or later yeah um, Bailey versus Becky versus Shayna. I don't not not care about this match. I care. I just don't care about. I still like. They tried to make Bailey like attack Becky. Attack All Shayna. I know is never really cared about Bailey, but she always has good matches. She is the second best wrestler of all those four four horse women. Lies. What well, Sasha's the best? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Bailey's the Charlotte. second. Huh? And then Charlotte Flair. Fuck up, man. <laughs> hey, watch your what? <laughs> what? what? Doing bad chops and missing kicks. Charlotte and doing a Flair, horrible baby. strut. Charlotte Flair, baby. Are you number kidding two. me? What, then how Becky is, Lynch. How does bending backwards make your figure then, flare better? And then Becky Lynch. Oh, my God. And then La Bailey. Yeah, maybe characters, but not wrestlers, man. Bailey's a really good wrestler. She's a height. Uh, Sasha's number one for sure, though. Shout out to Sasha Banks. Love you. Team captain, SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go man. with. Uh, you know what, man? Like here, I think th- with that being Bailey's said, gonna win. Bailey needs the win because Shane. She doesn't need a win. She's Shana a, doesn't need a she's, win. She's she's a whiny heel. She's like that would be a perfect time for her to take. The doesn't pin. need a win, and a lot of the people on this show have the excuse of I was just in war games the night before. What the hell, right? Like Shayna could come in here with like her arm taped up or something crazy like that. You know, tell a little bit more of a story. 
Becky is over the moon over, and they just pushed her to the moon. Her winning this would just be so like. Is she that over though? No, just the way she's been pushed. Like, like, oh, right. There's no need for her to win this. She doesn't gain anything else from winning this. That's almost why she should win then. Bailey needs us. Bailey's turned the, heel. That's like the one thing they do wrong. If you're going to keep pushing somebody like that, if you don't have a plan for who's going to take over, have them keep winning. I just feel like Bailey just turned heel. And she, has she had a big decisive win yet? Yeah, but how many heels have big decisive wins? On Almost a show none. like this, because realistically, I love Survivor Series. I love this card. Depending on where it it's is kind of card, a throwaway show because it doesn't if, do anything for the rest of the if story. They're, if they're this. sticking this, if they're sticking this women's match like in a nowhere spot in the middle of the card, Bailey will win. Yeah. Otherwise, Bailey's not winning. Otherwise, Becky's gonna win. If they're putting it in a hot spot, Becky's gonna win. Some of my favorite stuff from this match has been come from Becky and Shayna, and Bailey's been kind of the afterthought, even though they tried to make her attack. She doesn't seem important. Still, an she's at home tweeting from her TV. Yeah, when she and went even when she went to NXT. NXT and attacked whatever, and even when she went and attacked Becky, like it still didn't do anything for me. So I just feel like she needs something to make her do something for me, and I think this is it. She beats these two, and I think she doesn't. Like I don't know, she just needs it, and I don't think I think I, I think. Shayna winning or losing doesn't hurt Shayna. Becky winning or losing doesn't hurt Becky. And I, Bailey needs Honestly, to Honestly, any of these NXT people losing doesn't hurt them because most people don't know who they are. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, the tag match one. So, oh, wait, I said Bailey. Who you won with? Bailey. Bailey, okay. Uh, so we have so far Adam Cole. We both said AJ. Actually, you said Shinsuke. I said AJ. We both said Bailey. Viking Raiders versus the New Day versus United, uh, United Kingdom versus the Undisputed Era. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Bobby Fish. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> uh, uh, Is this a rib? <laughs> we're gonna go, okay, Paige. <laughs> we're gonna go with uh, uh Viking Raiders pinning the New Day. That's the only reason New Day is in this match. Take the pin. I almost feel like the Viking Raiders are gonna pin like O'Reilly and Fish for some reason. Nah. This is the thing, okay? Like I'm, I'm. We've seen the Viking Raiders. Yeah, go on around, do it. We've seen the Viking Raiders versus O'Reilly and and Fish when the Viking Raiders are down in NXT. We've seen their interactions. They have hell of matches. I'm like New Day does not need to be here at all. I I, I dig the New Day. Other I like than Kofi. other than when they feuded the Usos, they've never been known for their matches. I dig I dig Kofi. I dig E. They're both great. Oh, um, you guys are on a first name basis. Now? I'm happy. <laughs> I, I'm happy that the, uh, is his last name or first name. Well, you know what I mean. I, I'm happy that I thought Langston. Was, I thought his first name was big. Langston. <laughs> I'm happy that the new day. Uh, I mean, I'm happy. Like, like the new is entertaining. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Ever How about that. that dummy in your comments that said new day is like the one of the going to go down as one of the best tag teams of all time. Shut up, man! Like, don't you? Have, they will. Don't you, have, don't you? Don't you have to go to homeroom? What are you doing on Instagram? Like, no, in a comments? way, they will go down as one of the greatest groups. Yeah, of all maybe, time. maybe in WWE narrative, they'd be like the Freebirds of this generation. Doesn't mean they're the greatest tag team of all time. I think they're a great. I trio. would just specifically talk about that dummy. In your oh comments. yeah, no, hundred percent. I agree with that. That might be because I do think they're a great. One, they're gonna be one of the greatest trios of all time. You can put them up there with the Freebirds. You can put them up there with. Uh, the shield, like the, the the longest running, they stay together. They've won the most belts. It's just so unnecessary for them to be in this spot in this match. The revival in there with these other two teams would have been legit, like just fire. If the new day weren't on a single pay per view this whole year, they would still be over, and nobody would thing. and nobody would notice. And N- nobody would notice. And credit to the new day, they're so versatile. They could have hosted this pay per view. They could have been commentary for this whole show. They could have something like, I'm, backstage. I'm you, and it's dude, totally fine. Other, other than them being in this match, can you remember a single pay per view they've ma- match they've had this year? This year. Yeah. Besides Kofi as a single star, no. Cause you, and it doesn't matter? No, Kofi. it doesn't hurt them. You don't think of them any less. They're where they are. 
Yeah, because E was injured for a bit, and then Kofi was the they're, champion. They're bulletproof. Yeah, and they're legit. And this is like, we're not like trashing the new day. I think oh, no, they're not dope. at all. They're amazing. Not trashing like, them. Like I said, they're versatile. They can mean any role and they'll be entertaining. Oh, no, definitely just, not trashing them. I would have rather had the revival in here. And I just think the new day being there, like, it's still going to be a good match. They're going to do their thing and they're going to make and it. And they just keep doing the revival like that. Yeah. Why? If you care, you obviously don't care about your tag divisions or other set of tag titles. So just let the guys have the belt. And then they had somebody try to redeem it, being like, oh, this is Kofi. You know, this is, you know, he lost to This is his comeback now. Like, him winning the tag titles is not a comeback from losing the WWE Championship. Yeah, but people like to come up with stupid ass. Like, that's not, like, he should go after Brock. This is the problem I have with Monday Night Raw and the problem I have with SmackDown. Very few people care about being the WWE champion anymore. Nobody does. All these people on Raw, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, all these guys, and we're supposed to believe that none of them care. No, they just want about wear, being the WWE. They just champion. want to wear a red T-shirt, bro. Like none of them care to be the WWE champion. Like they don't care about wanting to face Brock. They just not, nobody cares. Like you'd think like Drew McIntyre would be like one guy who every week is just like. I want that belt. Take Triple H in 1998, 99. His thing was always, I want to be the champion. I want to be the turn on uh, DX. He joined the court. It was always, I want to be the champion. People should want to be the champion. He would do anything to get to the top. Sean always wanted to be the champion. Brett always wanted to be the champion. Everyone wanted to always be the champion. The champion. There's so many good characters and storylines, but it all revolved about trying to be the champion. In this day and age, nobody cares about being the champion. Seth did. Seth cared about beating Brock and being the champion. But that was the story. Nobody else cares at any point. Take 1997, when Sid and Shawn Michaels and was uh, Sid was a champion. Take was trying to get the belt. Austin was trying to get the belt. Brett was trying to get the belt. Everyone was trying to be champion. It's just this formula. Nobody cares about being the champion, but somebody, guys at a certain level are supposed to be feuding with someone. So it's like, oh hey, we've done our two to three matches now. Time for the next feud. Yeah, like it's never about the belt. It's just weird to me because I was even watching. Like I'm like, hey, like the, like Raw stack, and I know Brock's the champion, but nobody else mentions the fact that hey. I'm coming for that belt, and I'm having this match because I'm going to get to that belt, and I'll beat whoever the hell I'll have to beat to get there. No, 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 we're just having matches. No, but now it's about Dominic. <laughs> but that's cool. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not like that storyline's great. Like Brock and Ray, like that's a good story. But these are the guys that how I, sick is Ray been? Dope, dude. Yo, cutting the best promos of his career. He came just back. Like, he was floating around doing nothing. Because now he's just there. like now. I think and he's now really, he's facing Brock Lesnar oh for the WWE gosh. Championship, which is dope. I'm looking so forward to that match. It's 2000. In 19, and Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio facing each other in the Survivor Series for the WWE Championship. That's insane. They'd refute what back in 2003? Mm hmm. Like, that's wild. I'm like, I was saying that. I forget who I was saying to him. I'm like, it's 2019, and Chris Jericho is a world champion in a company, and Brock Lesnar is a world champion in a company. Mm-hmm. What is going on? That's crazy. It's almost like when Hogan, Yo, so that's almost like when Hogan was the champion in 2002. Yeah, like, Tony Khan and Tony Khan and Randy Orton are main eventing this card, right? Yeah, yeah, because they were beefing out. That CM Punk <laughs> I love how CM Punk's like, I need to catch up on five years of wrestling. Yeah. And then I uh, wondered, uh, was Tony Khan responded first? Oh, because he tagged Tony. And then Khan. He said nobody's safe. Oh yeah, and then and he, he said nobody's safe. Khan. That sounds like a bunch of wrestlers on a flight in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and then to see him, and then, and then Tony Khan's Khan like, "Oh, Randy, you dropped the N word on Twitch." Because yeah. Randy already came at him and sent a link. Yo, Randy Tony called Khan's. him. Randy called him Jacksonville Dixie. <laughs> That's what's up. Mark Madden called him a money mark at the to- at the Tony Schiavone roast. <laughs> <laughs> Poor uh, guy's just getting trashed. Man. He wanted to be in the wrestling business. <laughs> He's one of us. He's a huge dork. And then Randy Orton threw in his uh, the stuff about his dad that was from years ago, and Tony Khan tried to defend it. And there's, then, there's been I've seen other stories about his dad too. But it's just funny. But it's anybody funny. that's successful, there's gonna be some shady stories. You can't Seth, be that clean. And then to Sna- get to the top. Seth snuck in there again trying to challenge CM Punk oh or something. God, Seth's such a loser. <laughs> CM Punk called him out on backstage, man. That whole like you know. 
Dude, my grandmother's it's one thing people my think, grandmother's cooler than it's him. It's one thing think uh, you know people thinking you're a fool, but if you open your mouth, oh you just you just validate God. it. He is so not cool. And then searching for relevancy, trying to challenge Seth, uh, trying to silence him. Seth comes off like that guy he makes fun of, like in your parents' basements, tweeting. Like, all right, yeah, Seth, chill out. Uh, sounds like it's just yeah. It was great seeing CM Punk at WWE backstage every segment, the dissing of the blue belt, trying to get Paige and say bad things about the WWE, the swearing, the, the promo on Tom Arnold. Um, also disliking the big dog story character thing that Baron Corbin is doing, which don't worry, I don't think it was that bad. I just think it was bad. <laughs> Straight up, though, Baron Corbin's like one of the MVPs of this year. No, 100%. He just takes what he's given and he works with it. But someone commented. And he always has, I like his matches. Someone commented, like, like oh, if this was like Edge and Kristen and they did a thing with like a guy in a mascot, everyone would love it because it wouldn't be the main Corbin, event. They'd hate it. It wouldn't be one I'm of the like, main events. I'm like, it's different, though, because like Edge and Kristen was still like, we thought of them as like dorky, funny characters that would do something like that. And Baron they were Corbin, also like the bajillion time yeah, tag Baron champions. Corbin was supposed to like take seriously and. It just it just seems dumb. <laughs> just uh, my little cousin liked it. She's like three. She saw a big dog come on. See, mascot. this is where in past eras, top guys like Roman Reigns would have vetoed an idea like that. I mean, like I'm not being a part of this shit. Yeah. Well, eventually we're gonna see Roman Reigns beat up that big. Like the Rock, the Rock mascot. doesn't do that, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I I thought I the, the first thing that came to my mind was this. I'm like, the people at Fox and the fans that watch things on Fox that don't really watch wrestling, they're like, oh, this wrestling stuff's on Fox now. And they tune into the SmackDown thing for the first time. It's embarrassing. And they see a big guy in a dog mascot come out. They're like, oh. Dude, I watch some of this stuff, most of it alone by myself, and I'm embarrassed watching it, and there's nobody else in the room. It's hard because as much as I love Bray Wyatt, if you're like a casual fan that doesn't watch wrestling and it's on Fox now, so it's like you're like, oh, let's see what this is about. And you see a guy come on a dog mascot. You see another guy in this Firefly Funhouse thing, which I love, but you see him there in this like kid TV show. Then you're like, what is this? It's kind of it kind of throws people off. Um, it's so dumb. But that's only that was my first time. Like I don't think Fox, if there's like sports oriented fans of people that love like stupid funny stuff like The Simpsons and stuff, like they're gonna look at this and be like, "What is this childish crap?" It's crap, you know. It's crap. Um, also, Punk calling out the blue title. How do you feel about the blue title that mm-hmm. was revealed this week on SmackDown? The blue title. I think unless you are like the Ultimate Warrior, you're not your belt should just be black. I think because I got used to the red title that it didn't really phase me that much. You, but the thing is, you got used to the red title because it was like Raw's title. Yeah, we weren't really used to it. You accepted it. Well, that's that's perfect wording. I th- also accepted the fact that this generation's of titles just look the way they look, and we were very lucky to grow up. At least we grew even up when it was, at least even when it was like that stupid spinner one, you saw like the big I gold on the other show. Yeah, but it's just like at least it's like a world title. Like with this colorful shit, man. Like not not down. No, I'm not down with it either. But it is what it is. I just I've just accepted it now. These are the titles we get. So when I saw it, I'm like, you know what? It's a nice change that it's not red no more and it's blue. We'll see how long we roll with this. I don't know. I don't love it by any means. I just don't care enough to nitpick and hate it. What was wrong much. with the big gold? It was beautiful. Like I said, I just I've come to terms that the titles that we have. I you know underrated one is the undisputed that like Eddie Guerrero had. Oh one. yeah, the before they uh, changed that one the was spin huge up. though, eh? Before they changed the spin of the spin about I was hoping the moment Cena lost. The title one of the times someone would just bring back that belt. No, it had to be the moment Punk lost it that they changed it. Yeah, bastards. The Punk hold that ugly title, and it was so dumb because they literally The Rock won, it. and then here's a new title. It's like, why couldn't you let Punk reveal that title on his 365 days? And then then let The Rock beat him the next day, yeah. maybe. That 365 celebration, like the guy that would have probably deep down inside in his soul want to make fun of the title that he had to carry around so much. Yeah. Had to carry That's probably why they kept it like that for so long. Yeah, they just they had fun with that guy messing with him, eh? Yeah. Um, but I love Punk and Back Series. I think he did a good first week. The promo yeah. on Tom Arnold. Excellent. I've he, been so, uh, I've been I've been in such a good mood since he's come back into my life. I mean, 
I was more excited to watch WWE backstage than I was to watch Raw. I was going to say that to you earlier, but I thought I'd save it. Well, we're talking about it now. Did, no, no, I mean like earlier show. when we were sitting oh, in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, like, yeah. Did the numbers it sucks, go up? It sucks because wrestling was, uh, it did a bit. Okay. I didn't yeah. Know I the thing is not a lot of people are going to care about that show. But from what I understand, for that time slot on that channel, the numbers they're doing are they're happy with. They're really yeah. good. They're really good they're numbers. They're good for FS1. Okay. No, the, but in, specifically in that time slot on a Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, so late too. Yeah. So those are good numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, if they get over 200,000, like, I think that's a huge success. Punk They're, like, 180,000 this week. Punk just has his aura, and I think we relate to him. Like, that whole voice-to-voice thing, like, I know it's a gimmick, but he, we relate to him because he's like us. Like we No, we, he's just genuine, man. And he's honest. He's telling the truth. The and other guys... seems like an act. The other guys, like, technically... Booker's still signed to the WWE. Renee's still signed to WWE, and Paige is still a WWE. He's talent. speaking for all of us when he's just telling Seth, like, delete your Twitter. Yeah, You're the a blue dork. belt is stupid. The big dog thing was dumb. Um, don't force the women's revolution down our throat. Yeah, let the women be the women. Yeah, like they know. don't need they don't need your hashtag. They're fine on their own. A lot of the stuff he's saying is, is and and, that's, and you can take it from because he's been in the business. He's been in that company. He knows the ins and outs. Plus, like. I just, I don't know, I just, something about him being on there was like, because there's even things he said that you knew that Paige and Renee guys felt uncomfortable about. Like, he called out Renee when he was like, oh, who's your favorite S.H.I.E.L.D. member? And obviously, she's not really calling out. I know, but like, obviously, she couldn't answer. I thought it was funny. Like, not really calling out. Of course, she can answer. She wasn't going to say, you know, she's probably not allowed to. There's still still that WWE influence, I'm saying. What Punk Punk feels like he can say. She could just say, my husband. Yeah, but like, she didn't. It's not that she's not allowed. But why didn't she then? It was a funny answer saying, I like them all equally. She's not stupid. She's very witty. I know. I'm just. I just feel like. No, that wasn't calling out. That was just a. Funny not calling out. I shouldn't have said forth. calling out, but I do feel like there's, the other three, as much as they're working for Fox and Food, are still holding back a little bit because, they still like have that connection to WWE. Where Punk stayed on the show, he's working for Fox. He hasn't even talked to WWE. He doesn't have that connection, so there isn't there is that miss. But Punk can say inner circle, but she can't mention her husband. Yeah, I just think they still have that vibe of like no, pulling that company line a bit. I don't think so. You got you got Paige here. She's she's shitting on everything. You think? Yeah, but even when she was shitting on, it, she's like Punk's getting me in trouble. It's, he's a bad influence. It's him that's making yeah, me. That's just, that's just funny banter, man. They're I not know. scared. I know I'm not scared, but I feel like there is like regardless, like there's still that inner part where they're probably like, oh, we don't want to go too. D- d- Who are you gonna get heat it? from? You're never. You're never. Their coworkers. The, you're never in the same <laughs> building as those people. I mean, Paige and Booker usually are the pre No, but I mean, stuff. saying John Moxley. Who would you have got Oh, yeah, from? yeah. No, no, not that. But just like other things. Like, just re- overall, I feel like there's still a little bit of tension for the rest of them, other than Punk, because he doesn't have to. Yeah, I mean, in the end, it's a promotional tool. Yeah. You're not, and like, you work for that company. Yeah, no, it's 100%. not helpful if you're shitting on everything. No, 100%. So I think that's why I think Punk brings a cool factor because he's able yeah, to say whatever. Yeah, but it, also, too, like I said, it's a promotional tool. So it's not like they're like scared or it's like bad yeah. or anything like that. But it's just like, it's smart business to at least just highlight what's good. Yeah, they don't talk about everything, but they did talk about stuff that was bad, and they let Punk comment on. And he's the only one that I felt was because they would always send. Yo, it to how Punk. annoying is Lana on Twitter? I don't have. I don't oh my Twitter. god! And dude. I don't even have her on Instagram. Dude, she keeps talking about how good of an actor she is. Oh my god! Zelina, like, Zelina started going at her, and she's like, "Oh, nice H and M clothes." Obviously, it's probably like, it's, but it's just like it's just unbearable because like. And it's not even heelish. It's like unbearable because she actually is really bad on TV. Yeah, she messed up with lines like three times this week. It's not even lines. Like her voice just isn't like she's she sounded dope when she first came out with that accent, accent. And she said few words. Shut up. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was just like she's not good. And she's like, does Lena, yo, you can uh, I'll send you to, a, to my acting coach or whatever. And this nonsense. Let's get back to our second half of Survivor Series because anything Lana is not fun to talk about. Um, Rusev's a man, though. I was just going to say we're going to go into that match that <laughs> Um, we got Team Raw 
versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT. The interesting part about this is for both these uh, like women's and men's matches, we don't know who's on the teams for NXT. They haven't announced anything. That I of my knowledge. Just Thursday we're recording this. I have no idea who's on the Team NXTs. But for Team... Uh, there, that's when we'll see uh, Dakota Kai. Yeah, maybe. There you go. But for Team Raw, we got Rollins, Owens, Orton, McIntyre. I had no Ricochet. idea they were doing the NXT women in that one. Yeah, they're doing the women's, uh, but it's uh, for the raw the men's. It's Rollins, Owens, Orton, McIntyre, Ricochet. It's a solid, strong team. I love the little. So you gotta have Balor on Team NXT. Oh, for sure. Champa, Balor, Riddle. No one is Peter. They're already out of matches. Keith Lee, Dijakovic. Keith Lee, Velveteen. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna be there, man. Riddle for sure. Champa for sure. Damian Priest, Velveteen. Priest has been getting a lot of shine. Maybe, maybe Priest, Champa, Lee. Definitely not going to be ACH. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, already showing his indie bookings online. But he, they said today he's released or he's he's no longer under contract. Yeah, yeah, he's already on his stories showing his next dates for indie shows. Good but, riddance, uh, man. Team SmackDown is Reigns, Ali, Strowman, Corbin, and Shorty G. I hate that name. With a, it's, I'm never. It's never going to grow on me. Yeah, it's not as bad as the name Dolph Ziggler, at least. Shorty G is pretty bad, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Okay, one thing to change his name, then change his goddamn attire. Like, give me a break. Um, never know. It could have been his idea. Uh, then he should have better ideas. I'm not saying he, like I'm. If this was all his idea, dude, what are you doing? Um, How good is Team Raw? A stack, dude. And the little, little, the weird friendship between Randy Orton and Ricochet right now. <laughs> I don't know. Randy Orton, he's like that. Didn't have been seeing his interviews. He's like, yeah, like I've like been like watching more wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah, he's, the, he's like, I'm starting to appreciate the like newer style yeah, of stuff. Yeah, he's Will Ospreay. Because he's like, you know match. what? If I'm gonna be around here, I'm gonna have some fun with these new guys. Yeah, let's have some good matches. He seems to actually care. Again. He's like, I've been stuck in this one WWE bubble so long, and now I'm watching this. He seems to care again, and I'm appreciating this. Yeah, yeah, he does, and he wants help. Jacksonville Dixie, come on! How he's good like, was that? Once again, Twitter Randy needs to be on TV, and I think it kind of is coming out. The a little three bit. most dangerous letters in the WWE. <laughs> but he has been working with guys like Ricochet. He has been working with guys like Ollie. He's having good matches with them, and and it shows. And these are guys that wrestle a totally different style than he does. I love Randy Orton. Th- he's a man, and you can literally put him anywhere on the card, and he fits. That's a good thing about him. Um, and I've always been an Orton guy over a Cena guy, so I'm I'm happy. It's time to skyrocket almost to the top. Yeah, and if he's on Team Raw, like if he does NXT, Mysterio wins the belt. Owens from Mysterio, let's go. That'd be solid, man. But Owens, what if Owens turns on Team Raw and helps NXT win this one? Here? I'm not ready for that. Let's see the babyface Owens for a bit. SmackDown, okay. I know Corbin and Reigns are gonna have problems. Um, Ali, uh, my, you could have SmackDown win, have Reigns, Ali, and Shorty G be the survivors, but I don't know. Braun's there, so who knows? I just. I don't know how that works. I'm going to go with Team Raw here just because Team Raw is stacked. I don't know who's on Team NXT. This would be a good match for NXT to win, though. The stand what do you give more of a shit about? Lana and Bobby Lashley or Braun Strowman? <laughs> Where is that guy going? Just beating up the B team and <laughs> oh Drew Gulak. God, man. And part-time Holy. team with Tyson Fury. They hate big people. No, he, I don't know what happened with him. They did him. the I don't same know. thing to Big Show for a decade. I don't know who Decade he, plus. I don't know who he pissed off backstage. They did the same thing to Big Show for almost 20 years. Mark Henry, Big and Show. And how long has Ron been around? Three or four years? Dude, He's got another 16 years of this 2016, shit. 2016-17, that guy should have been the champ. I don't know what happened. And it's like, even if you're not going to make him the champ, put him in the Undertaker spot where you always have that like, like showcased feud. I think it all fell apart when you won. Like every year at one point, Undertaker would have like a casket match or something like yeah. that, right? WrestleMania 34, man, it should have been Reigns versus Braun versus Lesnar or something, man. That tag match with the bar with the little kid. I was there live. It was fun to be there. But after, I'm like, that was the stupidest thing ever. Uh, I, just, I don't know, man. 
Braun's fallen. I, I'm, I just can't. I like Rusev more to be like maybe I'm more invested in that just because I like Rusev. But how long before Nicholas is uh, part of the next class of the PC recruits? I think he's like twelve, so like ten years or something. He deserves it. <laughs> Former tight champ. Uh, but I'm um, yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna go Team Raw until I figure out who's on Team NXT. I think NXT could actually take this one, but Raw's just too stacked. I want to see if this could go with like Reigns with Shorty G and Ali. But I would love to see like. Orton and Ricochet, the final two, standing tall man, or something. Just, that's, that, mm, this weekend's going to be dope, man. Raw's stacked. I'm man. so excited. Let's go to the women. Um, did you pick one for that one, though? Hmm? You picked Team Raw? Flip coin. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It'll be good either way. Uh, Survivor says women. It will be good. Nice to see Sarah Logan coming back. Okay, so that's the thing. There's, there's people on both teams here that I'm like, why? There's nothing against Sarah Logan. She's dope, but why? Where does she come from? You need to fill out the team. I know, but... And that that's just... An, that Every... Every almost every single woman, and like all jokes aside, almost every single woman they have signed is deserving of a pretty high spot. Yeah. So the fact that we're saying that about somebody like Sarah Logan or like even Nikki Cross or no, whoever Cross else, fire. Dana Brooke, Dana it's Brooke. just like, but it's just like that's an indictment on their storytelling, and it's just like make more use of your YouTube, your main event. Yeah. Promote it a little bit. Do how hard is it to do a quick cutaway after a commercial or during a match? Catch this on main event. Uh, you know, Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans had a barn burner against Natalia and freaking Sarah Logan or something, right? Like it's not. They have hours and hours of TV. And Vince McMahon is the greatest wrestling promoter of all time. If they gave a shit, it wouldn't be that hard to make everybody seem not so. No, I agree with you. I'm for this one. Okay, so it's Team Raw, Charlotte, Natalia, Kabuki Warriors, and Sarah Logan. Okay, the season. I really dig the Team Kabuki NXT. Warriors. Mia Yim, Dakota Kai. Tegan Knox. Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae. That has to be five people. I, it's, I it's, name five. I say Rhea. Who are the five Not that, who are the five that invaded SmackDown? Huh? The five that invaded SmackDown. I'll tell you right now. It was... Um, I mean, just put Candice LeRae. It was Rhea, Yim, Kai, and Knox. Just put That's Can- four. Just put Candice LeRae on all the shows. Hey, you know, I'm going to say, just, since we're talking about the Wouldn't women's... Wouldn't that be awesome? I would be down with that. But can, yeah. well, since we're talking about the women's... Shout out match, to Johnny Gargano. I really did enjoy... If, if there's only two things I want to talk about when it came to SmackDown. And that was... Um, the, You're just uh, bailing on the predictions now? No, we're going back to it. Just, we're not going to talk about those this highlights. bullshit. I'm going to talk to the executive um, producer. The Brian, the Fiend stuff was good. And the women's thing. And I want to talk about that because it's part of the predictions. The women's... Uh, Daniel Bryan again, actor of the year. Yeah, no, that that segment was great. We'll talk about them with Bryan versus Fiend, but seeing segments of having Sasha in there with Rhea Ripley was so cool for me to see. Seeing like just uh, for you, was Sasha your daughter? Yeah, basically. That's so cool for me to see. She's grown up so much. I know. It just I it was just, just yesterday she was riding her tricycle, <laughs> and now she's half naked on TV fighting women. <laughs> Come on, Having dude. Carmella in the ring with these girls and stuff was pretty save cool. The, to save, see. The, save the corn for your Instagram post. I'm just saying, man. I, just, I enjoyed it, man. I, was, I think Sasha with anybody is great. So seeing her in there with Rhea Ripley and these girls was dope, man. You know? It's just, it, it was like, you know, it was like, fuck. I'm down to see a Sasha versus Rhea Ripley feud down the road sometime. Um, but it was, that was one of the highlights for SmackDown. I actually enjoyed that whole NXT versus SmackDown women's match. But for this, I'm going to go with the. Uh, I'm going to go Team Raw for the men, and I'm going to go Team NXT for the women. I think the women, if anything, the NXT women's division is better than both main roster women's divisions, story-wise. And so See, I'm I, 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 I think Sasha needs to get a pin here, so I think we're going to go SmackDown with the women, and we're going to go NXT with the men. Who would be a survivor? But it's, it's just like I look at the Raw team, I don't see anyone. I don't want to see any of those guys eat a pin. Yeah. 
But then, honestly, every Survivor Series is stressing me out with some of your favorites and taking on the weirdest way. You're like, crap, Sasha's out. Oh, crap, this person's out. But that's good. That's good emotion. That's just yeah. good storytelling. And that's but the cool thing about tag matches. No, 100%. And especially elimination matches. And realistically, and like, that feeling none of this someone, matters after the show's feel, done. <laughs> and not even that. That feeling when you yeah. really wanted someone to last longer or you're not ready for them to go out and just like how pissed off when you're, in, you're out. That's what wrestling's about. Like when man. Joe got eliminated in the first like five seconds of one of the years. That's like, what, what the hell? That's what wrestling's about, man. That, yeah. that, that raw emotion you feel right away without even like. You're just not even thinking about, yeah, it's predetermined, any of that bullshit. You're just like, oh, shit, this guy I like is out. Yeah, so we got Sa- Sasha, Carmella, Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, and Nikki Cross. I think you, you could be right because they're pushing Nikki Cross to the moon right now. She was the one that came on NXT and took out everybody at the end and was standing tall by herself. Mm-hmm. And the Raw women are there and the SmackDown women. Like, Nikki came off the trash can and just beat up everybody. And I think she's a, if Bailey wins that match, Nikki wins this. Nikki versus Bailey is the next big feed for SmackDown that they're pushing. So I could go with Team SmackDown too. Yeah, but I love, love, love the Scottish girl. Shout her to Glasgow. And, and I think she's dope, man. She's killing her right now. And eventually, you know, home if away she, from home. But, uh, and if it's Sasha and Nikki standing tall, I'm totally cool with that, man. Um, Lacey Evans and is dope, but I don't know why she's in here. Dana Brooke is dope. I don't know why she's in there. And I'm only saying that because I would have rather had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville in here, personally. If it was Sasha, Carmella, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Nikki Cross, I think I just would be more down with that than the two they chose. But opportunities for everyone, I guess, is all good. You put way too much thought into that match. What do you mean? I just that's that's what I think about when I was coming to predictions. Uh, but I'm going to go with Team NXT for the women if once we find out the team. But if not, I do dig the whole Team SmackDown thing you're saying. Why don't you just give the blue belt to Sasha? Let's see her pin the Fiend. I'm here for it. I'm down. I'm here for it. Uh, the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan, Universal title, red light and all. Um, I Obviously, Bryan's not winning yet. The Fiend just won the belt. We're going to roll with that for a bit, so I'm going to go with the Fiend. I don't know. Not yet. I don't, they think, do, I don't think they insane. even wanted to put the belt on the Fiend. But they, they had to after the Hell in a Cell debacle. Fair. They had to. I mean, I can go to my same prediction every month. Hopefully, Undertaker comes. I'm not changing. Undertaker comes and screws I'm not, him. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not changing the channel. But if that red light's on, I'm not watching, man. I'll watch the last like when it feels like they're building up to the finish. I'll start watching. Yeah. No fair. Um, just a throwback to like I'm mad thinking about the red light ruining how good of a match this could this be. It's gonna be all the man. We've seen. Brian and, and Bray worked That together. cage match was dope. The cage match. Remember they had that one match at the Rumble before the Rumble? Is Brian going to come out in a janitor suit again or yeah. what? <laughs> but I like how they like Bray does this thing where he's like, he, like I, I've forgiven you, but he hasn't forgot what you did. Like yeah. a throwback to what Brian did back in 2013 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Turning on, inter- infiltrating. He's referring to his double wild, personalities. Yeah. Yes. Infiltrating to the Wyatt family, bringing that back. Like, I don't know how many people picked up on that, but that's cool. Because I feel like he did that with almost everybody's I'm pretty sure a lot of people picked up on it because it was pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's like the no, foundation. Sure. It's like the foundation of this story. Uh, and the Wyatt character, he's always this new Wyatt character is always even his funny tweets around Jordan. Like I forgive you for bringing down. Like so far, everything's like this is Bray getting payback for everyone that screwed him over when he was the old Bray. And, mm-hmm. and Brian's one of those guys, and it's hard. This is the, the question I want to throw at you: Is Brian the guy that's going to make people boo Bray again? Because P- Brian is very likable. I don't think people are going to boo Brian like they're booing Seth. I think they'll actually be really divided here. Honestly. We don't see the fiend that much because the fiend's really over. But um, <coughs> I, very I can lovable. see, I can see this red light start to get in booze because people do not like it. I know yeah. I'm not the only one. No, 100. percent See pictures in the last show. You can't even see the ring when you're in the crowd. No, it's, it's brutal. And most of the red light down the hell in the cell was brutal because like, what the hell, dude? Can you, the cell, the cell was red, red like, too. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go with fiend for now. Yeah, I think that's way. And I, and I think this is the first match of a little series, so it's not. Like the final duel between these two. Yeah, like TLC. No holds barred. It was oh, no holds barred. It was announced. Barred. Barn? No holds barred. It was announced on Raw from Rey Mysterio. And this really weird promo where 
Humberto was standing there, and then somehow they cut to Paul Heyman. And the next thing they cut to Rey Mysterio telling Humberto that he's proud of him, and then Rey Mysterio cutting promo. It was so clunky and weirdly put together. That's what but, wrestling should be. But they got the point. No, but it's just because like Charlie punk, introduced it's like, Humberto. It's like, it's like Punk said. It's just too overproduced. Charlie introduced Humberto. They cut to Paul Heyman, who cut a promo nothing to do with Humberto, like a little bit kind of, I guess. And then it came back and Ray all of a sudden was there. And then they Humberto. And Humberto said, like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good job. <laughs> and then started talking about Brock. Like, why was he even there? It's probably an accident in the beginning, the first time they showed him. I have no idea. But um, <clears throat> but anyways. Be, if, if, if they don't do to us, like, what they did, you know, what they usually do with Brock, except for maybe, like, the Finn match, AJ match. Um, well, this every, could, that's be, what this could be really good, man. Every Survivor Series match so far for Brock has been him against a smaller guy and Finn was at the Rumble but against a smaller guy that gives him a challenge and he overcomes the odds whether it's Brian whether it was AJ whether it's Finn like we've gone t- even with Seth we've gone time and time again saying that Brock works better with smaller guys that are quicker this could be really a good a different style and it's no holds barred so they wouldn't have put that ma- that stipulation on if it wasn't going to go at least 5-10 minutes yeah and you want to make it a little bit believable that Br- uh, that um Ray can use a lead pipe or something. Get like I Brock think seven, seven to twelve minutes would be great. Because whether we want, also whether we want to admit it or not, like this isn't Ray of like two thousand two or even nineteen ninety seven. Like this is he's older, he's limited to an extent. He can do all the same shit. I mean, but like the fact that no one gives us the option of him using weapons, then doing the same shit for a bit and getting Bray down, Brock down. He's in a beat. He's he's taking the belt from Brock. Man. And I also believe and not, and it doesn't Kane Velasquez is going to help him win the belt bro that too and this doesn't add anything or take anything away from him, but I, I also think Brock works a lot better when he's working with people that he respects and, he's more, and him and Ray go way back obviously and I think I just think that he's going to give Ray, Ray a lot more like he's going to make it we don't know that we assume that we hope that you think Brock gives a shit who's a veteran no, but they're just like they've known each other since way back then. You know, they've worked together in the past. I think there's a different respect there. Do you like everybody you've known for a long time? If I was working someone I've known for a long time, I'd be like, you know what? With you, we'll, you know, we'll give you, you know, you're fucking, you're this guy. We'll do this. I'm working with someone I've never met before, and he was like, I'm like, I don't care about this guy. Okay, sure. Well, you didn't convince me, but sure, you seem to convince yourself. So that's I don't like, I'm not gonna let this guy get his stuff, and I barely know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know history with this person. Yeah, I don't know. I never shared a locker room with this jabroni. Um, but. uh I just I don't know. I just think, and obviously Paul Heyman's obviously an advocate for another Ray Brock Ray. matchup that I just uh, just has the potential to be great. Yeah, and memorable Survivor Series, though. And we've been shocked with Brock. That's a Survivor Series moment from recent years. Goldberg beating him in like twelve seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see something. Another thing like that match with Finn. You yeah, know? and with the AJ and Brian, where it seems like Brock actually struggles and then comes through. And after every one of those matches, you always see Brock kind of showing a sign of respect. Well, for it's, these guys. and it's like a good story, like you know. The the beast the David conqueror the beast the conqueror doesn't take the small guys as seriously and it comes back to bite him. Yeah, it's just that's, a good story. That's what's gonna happen. Um, and he wasn't taking Ray seriously. Ray took him out with the pipe and stuff, and this and he. Dominic will get involved. Smoke and mirrors. Clean yeah. Velasquez should get involved. That's it for the predictions. There's one last thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up, uh, so we can just say we talked about this week because we talked all the. So we can just say who you, you're your own boss. Who are you gonna say that to? Um, to you. AEW. Shit, you make these dumbass notes. AEW. Oh, Dynamite. Okay. I'm just gonna run through it really quickly. You just tell me how you feel about what I say. Phoenix with Nick Jackson, both the younger brothers in their in their I, tag teams. I think, I think solid opener. Could, I think they could be both be successful singles. Great match. I th- yeah, I think you're right. They could. That'd be weird to see. I know Phoenix. Phoenix. Nick could be a big single star if he wasn't strapped down seen, with with shitty ring gear and his brother. And that's the thing. Phoenix, I can already see a single star, and he's done single stuff. <coughs> Pentagon, I can see they a single star, have, and yeah. they do. The Jacksons, I feel like we haven't seen them do single stuff a lot. They don't really ever, unless it'd be, you know, some, like, random 
match on a tournament show in New yeah. Japan. So that's a thing with that. I just, yeah, I, I would like to see the Jacksons maybe eventually do their own singles thing. Not like, no need for them to be for each other, but to kind of go and do their own singles things, you know? Um, that'd be actually cool. But this is a really dope match. It was a hot way to kick off Dynamite. Um, Britt Baker versus Sheeta. Didn't I, watch it. I just, I know you didn't watch it, so I'm just going to give my thoughts on it. It wasn't a bad match or anything. They're both like the people with the best records No, or I mean, I've seen a lot of this stuff, but I didn't. Oh, okay. Mm, I just, for me with Lushita. that match, that's what I mean. When they announced it, I'm like, who's the other person that has a great record? They Britt should Baker's, stop letting Kenny Omega make decisions. Yeah, because there's a lot of, once again, all Tanner women they're not using that could be better characters on that show. Where's Sadie Gibbs? Where's Penelope Ford? You know, where's that? The, you know, where's Brandy and Awesome Kong? Why aren't these guys on the show? Um, Dark Order video package was intriguing. I thought it was creative. Um, I saw some people saying they're trying to rip off Bray Wyatt. I thought it was because listen, for the it's weeks, good for where it is. I mean, for me, if it's not the main event, as long as it's not shitty, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, and uh, this is the thing, it's like, something. For weeks, we've been dogging the Dark Order. Last week, I said their entrance kind of got cooler. We, everybody has. Ain't yeah. nobody liked them. And last week, I said the entrance got kind of cool, and I liked the the attire that the other guy changed into. This week, they did this cool video oh, package. Dude, them. Yeah, it used to look like they spent ten dollars <laughs> on the ring gear, and now I'm like, uh, now this video package. They look them. like Mr. Wrestling Negative One. <laughs> 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 this uh, this pa- like video executioner two and the nineteen eighty six, and they also show. don't look like they team together. The other guy looks like he's like some like gladiator, and the other guy's like a mass man. Like, w- but now they're putting them together as a pack and trying to make sense of why they have creeps, why this is a thing, because they gave us no explanation. And now we're getting it with these weird video packages, like join the dark order, da 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 da, and they're gonna try to recruit go, people. Go uh, the dynamite doesn't battle royal. Um, people involved in it were Billy Gunn, MJF, Hangman. Uh, Kip Sabian, our boy, Jungle Boy, Jimmy Havoc, uh, who started stapling everybody Gro- with a stapler. <coughs> Growing pains, man. AEW doesn't do the women's division well or Battle Royals. Janela, I actually didn't actually mind the Battle Royal. I just think it's pointless. I don't get this whole ring thing, why it matters. They, hopefully they explain to us next week why. Because Cody Rhodes is a massive WCW mark. Battle ring, bro. Is that what it is? Yeah. Cause, and, and it was weird. Cause it's Remember, like didn't, didn't Eddie or Diamond Dallas Page steal it from oh, each yeah, other Diamond, or something? Diamond Dallas Page stole it from somebody, God. yeah, yeah. But Vader won it one year, I think. Yeah, but it was like the last two people in there will face the next week for the ring. Uh, we all thought it ended up being Jungle Boy and um, Hangman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hangman got a huge pop in this and that. And that but uh, MJF was hiding under the ring after he got, like, went out to beat up and came back in through Jungle Boy. And now it's Hangman versus MJF, which is a good match. Looking forward yep. to see that. Um, and... Uh, I love how people are behind Jungle Boy. People, huge pop for Hangman. Jungle Boy Jack. It was nice seeing Billy Gunn in there doing his thing, just to make a surprise appearance. He's just yoked. And then man. you had Orange. He, this is another thing that people were saying in the comments. Why does Billy Gunn look like he's bigger and in better shape than everybody else that was in that ring? I'm like, because he is. I mean, MJF is in great shape. But other than that, I can disagree. Because you're in there is. with Jimmy Havoc and Joey Janela. Dude, most of these guys. Kip Sabian. Most of these guys. Kip it Sabian, looks but like, like they've never guy. lifted a weight in their life. Uh, yeah, but the Orange Cassidy spot. It's always great to have that. The fans dig it. It was cool to do it with Billy Gunn and then MJF throwing him out. MJF's top heel thought the, one of the guys is the most over. It's all the stuff. Um, we'll see how MJF and Adam Page was next week. Chris Jericho came out to do a big announcement. That was that was he's going to have a Thanksgiving celebration next week. Um, and he wanted to say sorry to the fans for something. But he kept making um, J.K. go through the word sorry because he couldn't get it out of his mouth. Um, and then out came SCU, who was also over as hell. And this led to us getting Scorpio Sky versus... Uh, Chris Jericho next week on AEW Dynamite for the world title. And we talked about how they've really, you know, low-key been pushing Scorpio Sky out of the SCU guys. He's ready to shatter the glass. And honestly, for as long as this guy's been on the scene, it's about time you got to push in a, in a major way on, a, on a Scorpio Sky. He's ready. Dude, in a major way in a mainstream like, show. Isn't he like 25? I think he's like 30-something. Really? Yeah. 
But he's, he's, he's been ready, around forever. He's ready to shout. I've the seen him on independent shows for years. Um, he dabbled in MMA for a bit, and then the SCU thing is what really took off for him. And now he's getting the opportunity to shine with the guy. I'll tell you this: five years ago, six years ago, I, I, I promise you, nobody was thinking they were going to see Chris Jericho or Scorpio Sky on television. Yeah, that goes for most matches, though. Yeah, but like just Scorpio Sky, like I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I would never think I'd see Jericho versus MJF. I thought that would happen maybe one day, but Scorpio Sky and Jericho. You think you'd see Ricochet in one of the main events on a WWE card? No, you could almost say that about anything, man. I guess that's true. Yeah. Scorpio Sky. It's just an old take. I'm tired of seeing that shit on Twitter. Just, if I told 10 years ago me this would happen, I would say I'm crazy. Like, okay, we get it, man. We also have no, but I also, we also have phones with touchscreens and self-driving cars. Get people, over it. There are people, like, I always assume uh, Adam Cole is going to end up in the WWE. I always, there's certain people I always did think. I don't think Adam Cole assumed he would always be in the I WWE. I did. I remember when I first, I'm like, this guy's like got the WWE mold when he was in Ring of Honor compared to other guys. I didn't ever think I'd see. Uh, his looks way better now, though. Yeah. I didn't like his look back in the day. Um, I always thought that we'd see, like, uh, I knew when I first found out about Prince Devon, like, this is eventually, he's coming there sooner or later. There's certain guys, but the guys like Scorpio Sky, guys like Ricochet, yeah, you No, right. he didn't, though, because that's why it was so big that they signed Balor. Because no, I knew. I had those feeling. were the kind of guys. He they, was so. Those were the kind of guys they weren't signing and yeah, hated but he on. Was, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, but Sami he was Zayn. So, nobody, especially them, probably never thought they were going to get so there. He was so over on social media at that time. Like, like, at, yeah. And, but, and at that time, they were but, signing talent. But at, no, they were the first. Sure. So no, like nobody saw that. I, I Finn, I saw. You hope. I wouldn't think. There's a difference between hoping. No, Finn, and I knowing saw. And no, I, I knew that it was gonna come. I no. had a feeling. That's why it was Kevin such Owens. A big, I didn't think. That's, that's why fair. it was such a big deal. When I didn't Ballard's see. Owen, I didn't see Owens coming. That's a good one. Um, Finn, I know. I knew when the whole. I'm telling you, man. If you want Instagram in 2014, Prince Devitt was like the Bullet Club. I was know, but up he was shit. he was there for how many years? He's like a top guy. Nobody would ever thought he would go to WWE when so. he's the king there. Those rumors. I mean, it was like a big thing, man. Um, anyways, the inner circle ended up beating up SCU. Nakazar and Cutler came out just get beat up. Then Stunt, uh, Marcus Stunt, Jungle Boy came out. They got beat up. Then Lucha Stories came in. So Raw and SmackDown were both go home shows. And you want to go over this? Yeah, I just want to. So we talked about AW. So we didn't we, talk. Well, about we talked mostly AW almost every week. No, we didn't talk about it the week before last week. We talked about last week, but then this week we didn't talk. But just what happened? Just give my opinion on it. And then we're I was here the show. for that show. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Who was it? Oh, yeah, you weren't. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we didn't talk about it that week. Um, Luchasaurus, once again, guy disappeared for like two weeks. He's back. He's over as healthy. One of those guys that the AEW fans uh, gravitated to real fast. Um, they had the stare down with him and Hager. I thought that was super dope. Um, Hager stepped down. No, I don't think so. Hager stepped down. In my my perspective, the way I saw, I'm like, I don't think Hager stepped down because he was like, I don't want to fight this guy. I think he was just like, I'm not gonna waste my time on this guy. And I think there's a story you can tell there. You know, like this guy's dressed up like a dinosaur. I'm Jake Hager. The I'm heel is intimidated by the big baby face, man. I'm, I'm just a, he's, a, I'm he's, a guy. he's a fake tough guy. Um, private party versus uh, defeated Santana and Ortiz, uh, and then um, Guevara came out, turned on to like uh, Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz being a private party. But then Dustin Rhodes and Nick Jackson came out. Um, I was gonna say something. I was watched a match and 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 uh, on AEW Dark, it was the Young Bucks versus uh, Seema and the other guy. Um, and Dustin Rhodes was on commentary. It was really enjoyable hearing him on commentary. I'm not gonna lie, it's good stuff. Uh, but this was he's really smart. He was, and uh, the commentary, like I don't know, he fit in the commentary role. He sounded like his voice was good for commentary. He just was sound, he's good insight. Not better stuff. than Samoa Joe though. No, no, no. So Joe killed on Raw this week. It was funny. He's probably one of the most talented guys in the entire wrestling yeah. world. And he was just so genuine and honest about things on Raw when he was talking about it. Uh, Omega did a promo. I don't really care about it. Moxie versus Allen was a good match. A little promo. Well, Omega should have never left Japan. 
Yeah. Um, uh, Darby did a little promo before his entrance. That was cool about uh, his... Uh, Ooh, it's fun watching Darby get more over each week. And it's a good fun. match with Moxie. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool ride to be on. Yeah. With, I don't uh, think anyone expected... From the beginning, from that first promo on Twitter with the fire and all yeah. that shit, all the way to now, like, it's been step by step. They could easily... Just push him right away. But it's like they have other stuff going on. Let the guy keep building, getting momentum. I think momentum. he's going to keep running with it. I didn't see Moxie losing it. They're Moxie doing a great won. job. It was a good them. match. It like, made it seem like Darby got, uh, got uh, the upper hand on Moxie a few times. Moxie's the money. one guy on the card where I don't think he ever needs to win the AEW belt. No. I don't think he need ever needs to. He just needs to run through the roster. What he's doing now, like, I'm just going to run through everybody. He's interesting. It's great. He doesn't you know? need the belt. Um, And it was a good match. He won with the paradigm shift uh, off the top rope. He put Mo- Darby in his own bag at one point. It was solid stuff. Uh, shut Moxie one. That was that. Uh, the only you, thing you keep saying Moxie. Moxley one. The only thing that I felt that was missing on the show because he's been the most interesting to me every week was Pac wasn't on the show, but that is what it is. Hopefully, it'll be on next week. And that was AEW Dynamite, man. I thought it was a good show. It was up against NXT. I tried watching both of them at the same time. Um, NXT got high rating this week. The the main roster was on there. I think Triple H saying, you know, it's open door policy. Anyone can come at us. They did it. Uh, I don't think that's up. it. I do. I think, I, think it it go, I think it'll go back to regular next week. I don't think it helped at all. It's go home show. People know. Like I said last week, it's nice that their pay-per-views aren't lined up. Yeah. Because you can watch the go home show for one. Yeah. And it's, it'll go back to regular next week. No, I But agree. everybody knew I can either watch AEW later. I can watch it tomorrow. Let's see what NXT has because you know what? Survivor Series this weekend. Yeah, that was a go home show. They had the run. The I, I, I honestly think... Let's put it. Are you saying let's put it, let's put it this be way. Let's put it this way. After eight weeks, the ratings have shown that a majority of the people watching Raw and SmackDown aren't also tuning yeah. into NXT. And I also don't think that they and like the rating didn't go up that much. Like it's usually an eighty ninety thousand. It yeah. was like what ninety three. Yeah. So I think it was just purely because it was a go home show. Well, fair enough. But do you think this nobody whole, on the main roster is a draw? Do you think any of this NXT invasion stuff has helped at all? Them being on Raw and SmackDown. It's helped Raw and SmackDown clearly. But has it helped NXT? I don't think so. Okay, fair enough. Because other than this week, the ratings have pretty much stayed the same. We're on SmackDown. I've gotten better. Yeah. Because the people that are probably watching exclusively NXT are now starting to watch the other shows because they want to see their guys on it. No, that's fair. And yeah, no, maybe or maybe people didn't care about seeing the Ron SmackDown guys come to NXT. It was just the go home show. They didn't because the series. rating didn't go up that much. Yeah. I do feel like maybe more people tuned in just because, like the potential matches you could get. Because but none of the matches ended clean. Rhea and Becky didn't. I don't end think clean. anybody was expecting matches. I think people are expecting a good go home show. What was the main event? Oh, it was a ladder match between yeah. Adam Cole and uh, mm-hmm. Dijakovic mm-hmm. for the um, the the first to go in. Yeah, on yeah, the advantage. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for for the war games, and Cole won. Uh, and it just ended up being a big brawl at the end. And the thing that always like we I don't want to go back to it, but like we talked about this whole brand supremacy thing. Survivors doesn't go by. Everyone's not going to care about brand supremacy no more. All these brawls. That's the way it should nothing. be. Let's go back to people feuding each other. We don't. Yeah. I don't want everybody in the same show. To this be has buddies. been fun though. It's been fun. All this invasion stuff has been fun. Let's get back thank to business for, after Survivor Series. Thank God for plane difficulties. The show's going to be great. Last but not least, though, I just want to say shout out to Caroline's Fed. This is her dog Cash on my shirt. Uh, it says adopt, don't shop. Um, if you guys want. Uh, it was just her birthday this past weekend, and she asked every or this past Monday or something. It was this week her birthday, and she asked everyone if they could go donate to who? the Toronto Humane Society. Who? Caroline's fed from. Uh, Why don't you tell everybody who she is? She's the host of, of WWE Aftermath on mm-hmm. Sportsnet, and uh, she also hosts Misplays of the Week and Plays of the Week and all, uh, Misplays of the Month and Misplays of the Week. I don't know what it is, but uh, 
Check Caroline Spad out. Uh, she was uh, it was just her birthday a couple of days ago this week, and she was hoping that people could donate to the Toronto Humane, Humane Society, which is a shelter for dogs and other pets that are looking to be adopted or fostered. Um, so if you guys want to donate, I'll put the link in the bio for this YouTube video. You guys can click and donate. But even if you guys don't want to, because you guys are out in like the U.S. or something, you're like, why am I going to donate to this Toronto Humane Society? I'm 100% sure, guys, that there are nonprofit shelters for pets that are looking to be adopted or fostered in your name neighborhood you guys can easily google look it up and just you know what donate give them give them uh 10 or 15 or 20 bucks or something to help keep these dogs fed and healthy while because these shelters use this money to you know take care of these dogs that are looking for homes and feed them and give them you know all the medicine and stuff that they might need if they're they're staying there so it's all non-profit give a donation check out the toronto humane society i'll put that link in the bio but also check out shelters in your area and if you are looking to buy a pet a dog a cat i know we talked about pets a little bit today on the show um if you are looking to get a pet try adopting instead of just you know buying a brand new pet because these dogs deserve homes and stuff too and you'll end up loving them i've never we've never brought a dog home to our house that my whole family didn't end up loving my parents always say we don't ever want dogs and my brother ended up bringing a dog home then everyone ends up loving the dog that's just the power of pets Mm -hmm. um so if you are going to get a pet try adopting check it out um and shout out to caroline's fat happy birthday and yeah I think that's that's it for this week. I just no. thought I want to throw it in there. That's a good way to end it. Uh, like yeah, that. I just you know adopt. Don't shop. It's on Solid. the shirt. Do mm-hmm. the thing. Ooh yeah, dig it. We'll see you all next week. Enjoy the weekend Survivor Series, NXT Takeover, War Games. Devin, anything to ever say? Nah. That's it. That's all, folks. Embrace the madness. Uh huh. <laughs>